Hello and welcome to the Den Show Podcast, the only podcast that currently doesn't have an interesting idea for an introduction, so fuck it. Let's just get into it. Um, I'm your host, Craftsdorf, and this is my co-host, Mathwiz. You should know by now. Just just say it. Just saying. Just saying. We're finally on to part two of Naruto, and we yeah, can finally... Yeah, it shows. Um, <laughs> <laughs> ominous uh, foreshadowing. Um, <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, let's just get into these fucking comments. Uh, I'll start us off because I always ask you to start. <laughs> Romulus Numa linked two video two because we were talking about character death and I thought yeah. that there was more discussion to be had on the subject. So Romulus Numa linked two videos on it and they were decent videos. Um, I th- like they were mostly on like I think I feel like people understand that a character coming back generally is generally bad, especially if it undercuts theme or character and emotion. Like if it if it if it just feels like like the story's backpedaling by bringing a character back, it's obviously a mistake. You know so so. Um, I, I did like one of the videos because they, they mentioned it, instances where bringing a character back can be, be good. But what hasn't really been covered, I think, is instances where bringing a character back is not necessarily good, but f- fine or acceptable, which might just be uh, me um, preparing myself for One Piece, because that kind of shit happens in One Piece, and I'm, I need to defend One Piece forever. Help me. <laughs> um, let's just, I love One Piece as much as I hate Fairy Tale, if not more, so just throwing that out there. Um, and then the other thing, um, or what was the other thing? Oh yeah, and, and again, like uh, people thinking that dead char- like characters should die to increase the stakes of the story. I have heard people yeah. say that the, the one of the Straw Hats needs to die. And I mean, excluding the fact of them that one of them is literally dead because he's a skeleton. Um, <laughs> no, Do, if you think one of the Straw Hats should die, like no one on this podcast is or listening to this is going to be that stupid. I don't think, but. Like, if they don't understand the themes or ideas that One Piece is trying to explore, and how killing a character would transform that in a way that's not good. Like, ugh. And, and someone in the comments mentioned, like, um, in my comments about how killing a character doesn't necessarily make a better story, he, he mentioned Gaunts, because he was reading it right now, and I haven't read Gaunts, but I, from what little I know about it, and one of the author's other works, I can, uh, sort of see where he's coming from them on that, because, yeah, Gaunts maybe isn't better just because it kills off a lot of characters, but um, but yeah, basically the videos were, that he linked were good, and uh, I'd say they're worth a watch. But um, I do think there's more on the subject to be said. So, did you have anything to say on that? Or yeah, I also watched the videos, and I also like them. But um, yeah, you kind of you kind of covered that one. Damn it, I'm too thorough. Okay, your turn. <laughs> um, or you have comments, right? Or yeah, I've got comments here. Okay. Um, see, I I kind of cheated with mine. Um, because since it's since it's my channel, it's going up on. I just I just liked the comments that I saw, yeah. so it's like yeah, that way when I'm going through, it's like a bookmark. I'll remember them. Um, so let me find the second one. All right, so our our buddy uh, Snapple Forpel, he's he's back with another uh, well, not a question, it was a, a comment, but uh, yeah, he talks about um, go, like going back to the Sasuke and Naruto relationship, and this kind of got into a subject that I kind of didn't think of until after the podcast last time, but uh, the way that naruto's relationship to sasuke changes was i mean it's not that i didn't like it but um i don't know i kind of have mixed feelings on it because before like before that fight um naruto and sasuke were rivals like they were just yeah like there wasn't any real backstory there they just kind of it seemed like they always sort of hated each other but they also had that kind of you could call it like healthy competition like just someone stronger to 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 overcome a rival to get better against um but in in that fight, it's kind of implied. I don't think it's you know it's. I guess it's not really an implication. There are panels showing 
flashbacks of it. Um, but it's kind of talking about how Naruto, like, oh, I always wanted to be Sasuke's friend. And eh, and then, like, the way he acts sort of, uh, he, he described it as, like, Sundere-ish. How he's just kind of like, well, I, I, I always, um, I don't know, what was the exact dialogue? He's like, well, stubborn as I was, I never let on what I really felt, and yada yada. Which I think, I think, I feel like it kind of... Like, it's not that I can't get behind these two as being friends, because, like, by that point, I still believe it. But the, ah, believe it, get it, anime. <laughs> yeah, I thought uh, the same thing, dubism. but I didn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, with, because ha- having it, like, that kind of backstory to say, like, hey, I always wanted to be this kid's friend. It's not that, I don't know, because it did like, I, I didn't really get that vibe from their friendship up until this point. I, I guess what I'm trying to say is that, like... Hmm a flashback doesn't necessarily give me the emotions that I would otherwise have by their friendship kind of naturally progressing to that point, which I feel like it it did pretty well. Like, I can believe that these two were best friends. Like, they were... Well, yeah, well, I mentioned for me, like, that, because that's a common complaint I hear, is that their friendship didn't really feel earned by the point where it suddenly it's the most important thing in the world. But as I, as I mentioned, like, from Naruto's side of, like... I mean, I guess that's the thing he's kind of pointing out, is that, for, like... Because it's mostly from Naruto's side, because like he mentioned, or he's mentioned the Sundere, Yandere, like <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> that's just too funny, but yeah, it is. It, that's the thing; it is one-sided. So I, you know, um, well, because I mean, at least at with, this point in the story, I don't have a huge issue with it. I don't know how there I'll is, feel yes, later. There's definitely stuff coming later on that, um, like there's one infamous scene where I look um, to uh, spoilers. Like we haven't already talked to death about future stuff anyway. Um, where Sasuke is the the Kage Summit. They order him to die, and Naruto like hyperventilates and collapses on the ground, which is like the most pathetic reaction a shonen hero could have to to someone else like like the, ah, i can't wait till we get to that moment just because i'm i don't know what to like how i'm gonna feel about it now but it's a meme <laughs> it's it's a silly moment it's i don't know did you only thought to have any thoughts on that moment in particular thinking back or that's um, that's a moment that i kind like like I remember it, but not very distinctly. Like I remember maybe you wanted to forget it. <laughs> like, well, I, like I kind of remember that part in the story, but it didn't. Like when I watched it, it wasn't a huge issue for me. But then again, um, at that and point, I don't know I how still... the anime changed it too. So, no, like, I, I think mean, the it anime plays it fairly straight. Manga, but yeah, but or, sorry, go on. It just wasn't like a significant standout to me. Like, yeah, that okay. that happened, but I didn't really think much of it at the time. I'll yeah, well, and I the thing feel. is, is a lot of the significant standout things for me from this time period of Naruto are the memes of people laughing at stuff they find is stupid or dumb, because the communities I follow hate everything that's ongoing, no matter what, pretty much, like, basically for the fact that it's ongoing, so they'll find any reason they can to shit on it, so, yeah, that's, uh, that's 4chan for you. I will say, um, now that, like, now that we're going through Naruto as a completed story, I definitely think, because, like, my problem with, if I would want to talk about a show like uh, My Hero Academia, for example, is that it, like, you, we don't exactly know where that story's gonna go, because it's unfinished, yeah. and, and who knows and, how long it could go on for, because it's a shonen manga, so it could go yes. on forever. And even um, worse is that you're, like, neither of us are caught up with the manga, so there's, it, we could be speculating, like... That's the thing is when we get into somebody like I mean like a lot of the shows we want to watch or read for, or read for the Nen show um there are like a lot of them already finished but there's not a lot of people talking about them but then there are ones that 
are, you know, that are still ongoing and people are caught up with them. So we're going to be, like, speculating shit on My Hair Academia because neither of us are caught up. And everyone else in the comments is going to be like, well, we already know this, you dumbasses. So, and we'll be like, well, shit. (laughs) So, yeah. But then that's probably not going to happen for the more obscure series that are completed because no one has fucking read them except for us. Except for, like, the one or two people who have read them. So, well, if you were done on that one, were you, were, are we done on that comment discussion or? Um, I mean, yeah, I, th- I think, I think I basically said what I needed to say with okay. it. Well, cause that, that I just made a perfect segue cause, uh, Tame, a bad girl gave us a huge list of action manga and, um, I went through them and added a few to the list though. A bunch of them were short at like three or four volumes, which is a definitely a sign of like Shonen Jump was like, Hey, yeah, we'll run the series. And then, well, it didn't be- it could become an immediate success. So we're dropping your series, which is something that happens um, a lot. We've got like a dozen of those on the list now, but I put them like, I'm concerned about actually reading those stories because I feel like, like how much are we going to say aside from, well, that was interesting. Uh, shame it got canceled or Hmm, that was garbage. Good thing I got canceled. Like, I, I'm worried there's not enough for discussion. So maybe we'll try series like that in the future. I don't know. Going but, through uh, that, maybe we could kind of like after like after a certain point, maybe we we could kind of see what Shonen Jump was looking for and kind of how these ones failed. But yeah, maybe. Well, you we'll need to see. read Bakuman before <laughs> before we do yeah. that. <laughs> to get a, get a slight, a more, a slightly idealized in, look into Shonen Jump. But, I mean, another thing we could do is look at series by authors we know. Like, I know two of them. I think Zombie Powder is done by Kubo, the author of Bleach. And Hungry Joker, I think, is done by the author of Black Clover. So, yeah, so there, there's stuff like that where it's done by authors we'll, 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 we'll know, bleh, we'll know from other works. So there's more of a context there, you know? If in reading them, that's aside from well, that was good. Um, too bad it was canceled. So just uh, that's that's less Naruto discussion, more fan, and more Nensha discussion. But um, maybe we're thinking way too far ahead. <laughs> we we still got to get through the big three, and that's gonna take us to like fucking 2019 probably. Um, <laughs> so I guess to go on to another comment, um, AC Jackson pointed out that the Kimimaru using his mind to move was probably a mistranslation. He was probably referring, like, moving by his willpower. I'd have to see another translation to verify that. Because the official translation hasn't been super good right to us so far. Um, <laughs> but, um, I, so that lessens the stupidity around Kimimaru a little bit, but I don't think that <laughs> reduces your dislike of his character. Yeah, like, I, he did say that it would, like, now that he pointed out, like, it could be a more, like, Eastern thing, which is why it would seem so strange to me. Um, I could kind of that or the translators which is why they fucked it up that's yeah that's that's possible too but still i still feel like kimimaro's yeah <laughs> still no no i didn't expect it to save the character i just thought oh yeah we mistranslation because because we didn't know what the fuck to make of that like yeah, i move you... with my mind too kimimaro what the fuck are you saying it's more impressive that you just move with your body <laughs> um <laughs> but on the topic of like localizations um ac jackson also pointed out how in the dub the the uh the drunken mm. fist was not called the drunken fist it was called the loopy or fist. the potion punch yeah, yeah. so there's there so I, that was loopy a bit fist. of a slight mistake on my part and instead of a private potion Tsunade refers to it as an elixir so oh, like okay. at least I, I then think, i think i remember that but i don't I, remember the loopy fist so i think that felt like at least the elixir part felt a little less cheesy to me but then like loopy fist potion punch at that point eh, eh. yeah so yeah, that that was my bad. I, w- I was mistaken about the dub. Yeah, that, it's been a while, so that's fine. And but um and like the, yeah, yeah, that's nothing much to say about that. Just a little mistake, so that's fine. Anyway, next comment. Um oh yeah, Fidelio was talking about um 
the settings of Naruto and how it's kind of a shame that like a lot like a lot of the like we've like we've already had the Forest of Death, which is honestly a more inter- interesting location than these random forests in the that all these fights are taking place of. Though Kiba did fall into a chasm, so that was a little little bit more interesting. Well, no, it's just a fucking place with rocks. So um, I think he well specifically he asked us if uh, um, like or how or what what exactly did he ask like oh how do you feel about this and do you think more focus on action action adventure elements could have been mixed in to elevate the material and I do agree that more interesting locales could have been nice but really what's just as important is interesting use of locales like i'm trying to remember like they use trees for cover in like the neji versus kimimaru stuff but or the keto maru sorry um and like but i'm trying to remember a lot of good but though i mean at least for the naruto versus sasuke fight they did they were fighting at the two statues of the first and madra so that's a pretty cool that you know that's a fine location for a set piece and they were like fighting on the water which was pretty cool and, you know, so that was a better example. Um, I don't know, what do you think? Do you have any thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I felt like this was more of a question for you, because I didn't have, <laughs> I didn't have too much, just like that, um, that was the one I had pointed out, but I didn't, I didn't really have too much to say on it, because, like, I know he mentions One Piece, I have yet to read oh, One yeah. Piece, so I can't really make the comparison there. I guess the closest thing I could think of is Hunter Hunter, but that's not necessarily, I mean, that's, that's like completely changing what the what the end goal is. Like you've got uh you go from this like uh mob sort of uh crime thriller th- thing to a video card game type deal sort of online genocide kinda, <laughs> except actually good. I love how Hunter Hunter just does outdoes Sword Art Online in like one arc and then never goes back to it again. <laughs> but we'll talk about that when we get to Green Island. Um, but yeah, like with with Naruto, um, yeah, I guess like the environment could have could have been interesting. I think he talks more about like focusing on adventure elements. So, well, I think um, there was an interview we read a while ago now, but because uh, Kishimoto said the original plan was to have there be more traveling by yes. virtue of doing missions, like they would have met Gara and the like by going to the Sand Country, you know, and then they would have had their mission adventure in the Sand Country and met Gara. And so stuff like, so that was intended to happen from the beginning. It just didn't happen because jump one editors were like, Hey, you should do a tournament arc and introduce a big villain. So boom, tuning exams. And uh, then that was too important to like, just go like, they uh, could they really go back to standard mission structures after that? Like, and then, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know, but, uh, we got rushed into part one and there go the missions. So yeah. Yeah. Cause then, cause then you jump it right into the Tsunade arc which that immediately right, which is follow up, up to the tuning exams but yeah it's yeah uh, i don't think there's any real yeah. way like once the tuning exams were over i don't think there was any going back from there uh but then again like naruto wasn't like i guess the land of waves arc was kind of an adventure but then it was more like an action sort of thing like they weren't out to yeah well like, yeah I, the actual, find... like, I mean there were some moments like there was the puddle thing with the hiding tuning guys so there's a little bit of usage of environment but like that, most of the fights, like Zab, I guess with Zabuza, there was like there was a, a, a lake of water nearby that was kind of used. Like, um, I think he was hiding in it at one point, and then, but the fight on the bridge didn't really use the fact that it was on the bridge until like after the fight with uh, Gato getting killed and knocked into the water. But even then, that's not really a usage of it. So, mm, I, I mean, I, but yeah, at least there is some change in locale and scenery, and I guess that's also true of like the Tsunade arc because there was that castle, that that nice looking fucking castle that got destroyed. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I mean, so yeah, but I definitely think like the original plan for Naruto would have been better for 
showing off different locales, but I don't know if that would have improved the fights because moving around doesn't really... The environments don't get utilized a lot. Um, though I'm not sure if they're... I don't know, in One Piece, are they used a lot? I guess. Uh, we'll talk about that when we get there. Um, so I had one more comment to respond to. And, and did you have any others? Or Nope, I'm out. That was it. Okay. Um, Emika Awa was talking about um, having images on the screen. Because um, I, I did put a few images, like the ones we were talking about. Because the problem with putting images on the screen is I I have to mention it in the podcast that there's an image on the screen. Um, like, specifically, we were when we were talking about the Akatsuki silhouettes and how they were all, like, we couldn't tell who was who for the most part. And I, I did put a silhouette of the, fi- the fish guy, the guy hanging up and with an apparent mermaid tail. And uh, But other than that, I really didn't have... I, I, you know, I didn't have the full spread up there. So it, yeah, it's the reason I don't put up images all the time is obviously because it'd be really time consuming. And, and again, if I don't visually, or if I don't say that I put an image on the screen, I can't, I, then no one's going to see it because they're going to have be listening to podcasts in the background while playing video games or something. And they can't pause it to go check the screen every time I talk about something. So it, I'll do my best is what I'm trying to say, but, um, yeah. Okay, so we're done with comments. On to Kakashi Gaiden, which, um, well, I, I liked hearing your history about it talking in private, because um, we get into a certain a certain character named Obito, um, who's basically Naruto in this flashback, at least. But it's like Naruto if he was in Uchiha. Yeah, he's loud, clumsy, he's, you know, um, same. And, you know, you got Kakashi kind of being like Sasuke, being all serious boy, all genius and talented. And you got Rin, who's like Sakura, in that she has no personality and does nothing. Yeah. Seriously, <laughs> what the f- I was like, I, I don't remember Rin doing much in this because she didn't do anything. Like, why is Rin even here? Like, and apparently, okay, the other issue with, I guess, the, like, um, the Obito stuff, like, we'll obviously get to that later. Um, I never actually read to the reveal of Obito, because uh, uh, at the very end of this arc, we get uh, a, a, a mysterious masked man named Toby. Hmm. Hmm, <laughs> so, Toby. yeah, let's get it. I want to dig into this a little bit, because, again, I thought it was funny from your side, but on my side... um. You know, like, honestly, reading this stuff again was a little nostalgic. Like, a lot of people probably have more nostalgia for early Naruto, since that's that's that got a lot of people in anime. But for me, I, I, I did watch some early Naruto, but I never really cared for it. And then, um, like, it was fine. But then I, I, I caught up to, like, this material after the time skip, and then I was reading it. That was when I was re- reading it weekly. So seeing, like, these designs of the post-time skip, skip Sakura and, uh, and um, Naruto and stuff was a little nostalgic, because this this was... I would say this stuff is closer to my introduction into Naruto, because I just skipped the Sound 4 and Tsunata, Search for Tsunade stuff, and just went straight into this. But, uh, but as a result... Um, you know, I, you know, I got Kakashi Gaiden, where this character named Obito is introduced, then he gets buried in rocks, and his left eye gets taken, and then later we see a guy with the, with the right eye on his mask visible. Well, who could it be, Mathless? Who could Toby be? <laughs> see, I would, in, the, in that sense, the anime was kind of okay, because, uh, <laughs> yeah. the way the anime handles Kakashi Gaiden is really weird, because, okay, like, I'm how, curious. Go on. Well, how, of course, um, you have two different Naruto anime. You have the original Naruto and you have Shippuden. Um, so, of course, you're coming off the, the massive, like, 70-some-odd filler hell that the original yeah. Naruto had been in. 
So they, they ended up, I don't know like the full details of it. It's kind of like, um, although I'd imagine this would be different than like the Dragon Ball versus Dragon Ball Z situation, but I'm not going to dig into that because like I said, I didn't do any research on that. But then we switch over to Shippuden and I kind of get where they're coming from. Just jump right into the new material. Just forget about Kakashi Gaiden. Mm, yeah, it's, yeah. Just, it's just they a start backstory. From, like, a it's not going to be important yeah, down yeah. the road. <laughs> they didn't know that, I guess. <laughs> but um, with, yeah, they, they just jump straight into the, the Kazakaze... Kaze, yeah. Kaze Kage rescue. Or they flash forward to the Tenchi Bridge, right? Because I think yes, I remember Shippuden yes, starting right. on a scene of Naruto, like, running through the Orochimaru's hideout, seeing I Sasuke, and then that. it sort of cuts away and goes back and catches up to that point. Yep, so. they, they do the flash forward first, and then they okay, do the, so, the Kaze So when the fuck did they show Kakashi Gaiden? Um... I was I was going through. I remember seeing. I I believe, if I recall correctly, they showed Kakashi Gaiden twice. Mm, well, because they merge it. Like, there's later flashback. They go back to some of this stuff later, like around the time Orochi or Ob- Obito gets revealed. I don't know if it's before or after because I haven't read that far. So I thought maybe they'd merge it, but I guess they go into they do go into it another at another time before that. Give me a or... second. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up Crunchyroll here because I I remember going through this because I was looking for footage for my soundtrack video the other day. And I remember coming yeah. across it because uh, there's a there's one part where it's called like the Kakashi Chronicles, which um, mm-hmm. yes. that comes in first. And then I think, see, because when I remember watching it, I remember um, like it was shown that uh, like this is this is a flashback. This is his backstory. But it, in, in a sense, it kind of seemed like filler the way it was first well, introduced. Yeah, especially they... with all the rest of the filler in this series, it makes perfect sense why you just, oh yeah, it's... But in the manga, there isn't anything else like... Like, nothing like this happens. You know, we don't get a sudden breakaway flashback for, like, six chapters on a, a, a popular character, but he... So it's... But it's obviously... More, the fact that he decided to include this, it must be important. So when Toby showed up, everyone was like, yeah, it's it's gotta be Obito, I guess. So, um, but, uh... Anyway, keep going. Yeah, because I'm, I'm scrolling through here. I'm up to, like, a hundred episodes in, and I still have not seen the, the Kakashi backstory. Hmm. What the heck is it? Because I'm up, like, beyond the Tachi Sasuke fight, and I still haven't seen it. <laughs> Weird. I, I um, you might have just missed it, too, but... Um, yeah. But, yeah, they, it seems like they wait a while to actually finally go into the the stu- the the Kakashi Gaiden, so... Which I always call Kakashi Gaiden because the unofficial, that's what the unofficial translators used. So it's Kakashi Chronicles here in the official translation of the manga. But, <laughs> but I guess too, like, <laughs> the best part about the Obito thing to me is like, because it took so long, like we're only at chapter, it, we end on chapter 280. That's when Toby first shows up and to manga readers, it's probably pretty obvious who it is if you're paying attention. But if the fact it's Windows Windows Obito actually get revealed like chapter fucking six hundred something five hundred something like I, I stopped reading at five hundred something so I feel like three like three hundred four hundred chapters before Obito finally gets revealed that's like six to eight years so what happened to the fan base is because there weren't any real red herrings for I get you had the Madra r- reveal of oh Ob- Obito is actually Madra which I feel like was Kishimoto, like, everyone fucking knew it was Obito, so he was like, shit, I gotta throw everyone off, like, <laughs> so he did the Madra thing, and then later that got, um, there was the Kabuto shut off the corpse, and that, that, and, um, Obito was like, oh, where'd you get that? And everyone, and anyone who was doubting that it was Obito, uh, just figured the corpse was, like, the corpse was pretty obviously Madra, even though we never saw it, and then, then Madra shows up later anyway, so if there was any doubt, then... So it's just, it was, he spent so long in this twist that was just so obvious that you had the fan base, 
Like, no, it can't be, it can't be that obvious, can it? So they're bending backwards trying to come up with all these stupid fucking theories. And I just, like, I, at this point I dropped off Naruto, so I was just able to, like, stand back and just shake my head at the, at just the desperation and is, and you see of people trying to defend this just kind of weak plot twist. So, I mean, <laughs> so at least it was, you, you got the better experience with anime, um, changing the order of things and making it feel less important is which makes sense until i guess it actually happened but then or what did you didn't you say it felt like an aspel when that reveal actually did happen eh, or well um yeah because the thing about okay so i finally found it it was episode 119 and 120 of the anime is when they oh, finally show the kakashi yeah of the shippuden anime this is right after sasuke has just formed his team so it's really just mm. kind of thrown like in right there. before the itachi stuff yeah, yeah right before okay. the itachi fight so this is like after, you know, after the Kazakage, after the Tenchi Bridge. Yeah, we've seen, yeah, we've seen Toby at this point. So, yeah, it makes sense why, that you wouldn't necessarily connect the two. Because, you know, seeing Obito lose his eye and then Toby show up, that, that's, that's pretty, you know, like, but then seeing Toby and then seeing Obito, like, I, it would be a little harder to connect the two, I think. So. Yeah, it, cause, hmm. like, the, but the way it's the way it's outlined in the manga, it's it's very obvious because it like because <laughs> it's it's kind of like the start the start and end of a single arc. Like you have um, yeah in the beginning you have the Kakashi Gaiden where uh, you know obviously Obito gets killed in the the flashback, and then at the end of the Kazakage eh, the Kazakage Ka- rescue yeah Toby uh, shows up yeah he shows up right. so it's like hmm. It's really easy to connect the dots there. Uh, but, yeah, right. by waiting until, like, 119, 120, Toby has been introduced, but, eh, I don't know. I'm, like, still, you can you can connect the dots, but I guess because of the way it's it's shown there. It's not that I necessarily like that, though. Um, like, at least, okay. what, what we said with the, uh, the Kakashi, like, having Kakashi Gaiden in between the two, the two arcs in the manga gave a sense of, like, time like time, time was able to yes. pass so when there was the time skip it actually felt like a time skip because you had a good month or so in between the yeah the well, final even, chapter. Even, and like even just reading it like i mean we have like also had like two weeks in between um reading the end of the part one and then now but then if you even if you were marathoning it you'd get this little kakashi Gaiden to sort of like pat it out a little bit before you actually do get into the time skip. So yeah. But then with the anime, nice. they had that massive filler hell, so they really didn't <laughs> need Kakashi Gaiden there to also pat out some time to make the time skip feel like a time skip because. And they also was... had the rebranding, and I don't know how long was in between the last episode of Naruto and the first episode of Shippuden. So um, uh, I think it was too. at least a year because sure, uh... there's like seventy some odd episodes of filler. I think so. It would have been quite a while. But then, and then, like starting off with Kakashi's backstory, might have felt a little underwhelming uh, because it's like, yeah, you, you're ready to well, yeah, you're as, ready to get we, back yeah. with you're ready to like get back with the cast and see how they've grown up or whatever. Like what happens after this three year time skip? But if you kind of have this backstory kicking things off, then it might just seem like more filler because like with the way it was introduced <sighs> in like right in between these weird Sasuke arcs later it to me when I first watched it it kind of felt like filler like oh this is some sort of backstory that they came up with (laughs) for Kakashi because Kakashi's backstory hasn't been told yet no no it's it's a real thing they might not have shown it twice because I can't find a second set of episodes with it but yeah it just eh. like I think the reason why I think they might have shown it twice was because like 
they show it then, and then they might have shown it again, like, right when we get into... Well, I assume the second into, time was, yeah, a refresher like, for the war, when Obito actually, it, the fact that he's Obito becomes relevant yeah. again. So it's kind of a, a reminder, because it's been years, so that that's what I assumed. But, um, yeah, I don't know, I'm not, I haven't read that part yet, so... Um, anyway... Let's let's actually discuss Kakashi Gaiden instead of just our meta around Kakashi Gaiden because there there's definitely a bit of a theme here more that more of a or with or it's touching on stuff that should have been touched on a while ago but is also kind of like because Kakashi is all about rules and you gotta follow rules as a shinobi you gotta you gotta do things right you gotta do it right and we find out why later but he he's Kakashi here is exemplifying an idea that we really don't see like or that we or that we haven't really seen in the series at that point even though it's been mentioned a lot before like so it's it, it feels a little maybe a little too late um but it's something it's something like, i know so. one of the details with this that they really start bringing up is that like oh a, a shinobi shouldn't cry but i felt like that would have been like now that we've seen all these emotional moments and characters have been like breaking down i feel like it's eh. Like, I, well, shouldn't yeah. this well have I mean, been a thing? I feel like it makes sense for it because it's the time of war, and in yeah. war you don't generally have like people really tout their nation's ideals and such. So I feel like they're you know in this chaotic time period they they people attach themselves to what order they can find, and so shinobi rules are their order during wartime. So yeah, it kind of makes sense to like maybe maybe th- this will come up again when when we get to the actual war or maybe I'm just like reading too far into it. <laughs> well, cuz so, I know then then the, like the they bring it up war. in uh the Kazekage arc and so then it's like, oh, so like now this is a thing we're really running with, yeah. but Well, cuz I guess the idea is more it's less of like like well, cuz the thing is Sakura mentioned it too while contradicting it as she cried over Sasuke's body cuz but I feel like they're I guess the idea here is that the older ninjas have dumb ideas like because because in the kazakage rescue arc it was like i think chio the old lady and the older characters who were mentioning the shinobi rule stuff well the newer characters don't have that close attachment to these rules so you got this dichotomy of old and new which you know there's definitely a generational aspect to naruto but like and then at the same time you get like jiraiya who's one of the strongest ninjas in the series, and he, he even tells Naruto, like, shinobi shouldn't have vices. They shouldn't be interested in women, or gambling, or mu- or earning. <laughs> and then he just goes and does all the things. He contradicts himself. So it, that kind of weakens the dichotomy a little bit that I just came up with. So, <laughs> whoops. <laughs> um. <laughs> so, I get, like, yeah, I guess... Mm, I'll, I'll keep my eye on this aspect to this series. But, um... But yeah, it's uh, you know it's there. It's war. They're all uh, versus the rock village, and they're showing off how cool everyone is. Kakashi's doing the chittery at this young age, like Sasuke. But he came up with it, or I, or I don't know, maybe did, did he come up with it? I forget. But, yeah, yeah, he invented it. He's like, this, okay, I, yes, I want to try out this new jutsu. Yeah, he, he's a good little genius, little tiny genius. And but Minato is I, I don't think they say his, did they, did they say it? no he's they just call him the Yellow Flash I think so they don't refer to the fourth Okage well of course we know it's the fourth Okage but and we know it's Minato from later in the series but uh, yeah I don't think he's been named um, but he's stronger because he's the Jonin he's the real he's Jonin Sensei he's the more experienced, even though Kakashi is a younger Jonin so and Rin is there for some reason. <laughs> 
It's uh, yeah. Uh, it's their, their their squad is a little weird because it seems like Obito doesn't really do anything except cry. <laughs> I mean, Rin's the, Rin's the healer. Uh, I mean, at least Obito's the heart. He he's the heart of the group. But yeah, I mean, is he a Genin or a Chunin? Like, I can see him being a Chunin just because it's wartime, and like that was the sense I got from like because it's wartime. These characters like like or maybe Kakashi just is that good, but. At the same time, he seems pretty junior compared to modern Kakashi, you know, who's all, who's also a really strong Jonin. So, I, not I, maybe they mentioned it, I just forgot. But yeah, but um, oh yeah, we do get a little little tidbit here with uh, Kakashi's father being the White the, Fang, or was it White Fang or White Flash? No, White Fang. The White, no White Fang. The uh, yeah. Minato's the Flash. Yeah, the Yellow Flash. But, uh, he's he's Barry Allen. No, um, <laughs> that, but um, yeah, he's apparently the three great shinobi, the Sanin, paled beside him. Like I don't know if that's collectively or if he just like that's a pretty big deal. Like because at this point, it's the Kage, Kages and the Sanin, and we know that you know because Orochimaru fought the third Okage, that the Sanin are close to the level of the. And then the Katsuki are up there too. Now we get this great, the the white uh, fang who's perhaps even above them. But so, and the, the weird thing is that like this guy ver- rarely comes up again. Like he, he get the, there's one bit during the pain arc, I think, but he like never, when does he come up again? I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he does, even though he's this really powerful ninja. That seems unusual to me. Like, you'd think he'd be as important as, like, the second Okage, the first Okage, something like that. Like, does Toby get his uh, body, or Kabuto, do they get his body for the the fourth war? I don't like, remember it's just... them, but, I mean, it's possible. That's the part where I kind of started tuning out. But you'd think, like, <laughs> with all the, the past characters who are dead, but they come back into relevance later in a big way... You'd think, oh, maybe the White Fang has got something, but... Uh, Especially if he's so fucking strong. Like, this guy's... This is... This is... Pretty, like, just suddenly, boom, this guy is incredibly powerful. Like, um... So, yeah, it just seems kind of weird that this really doesn't come up a whole lot outside of Kakashi Gaiden, even though, like, there's this... This guy should be important. Strong ninjas seem to be important. It, uh, 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 it's uh, interesting, I guess. But, yeah, it's it's also kind of weird. But yeah, we it, of course we do find out that um I guess that yeah Kakashi's yeah his backstory his dad died contradict like he 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 was caught between a choice to save his friends or complete the mission and he chose to save his friends and everyone hated him and he, yeah he kind of just he just died basically like he just, like just the I guess the um. Oh yeah, even the people who rescued him, who he rescued hated him too. So he just like wasted away and ended up. Oh yeah, oh he killed himself. There we go. I was trying to find out like how did he die again? Okay, yeah, he killed himself. So and that which impressed Kaka- gave Kakashi his. I guess uh, kind of weird thing about it is like I guess Kakashi is really young, and of course the backstory he does go through an arc, but it's like we're building Kakashi up as his character, like or they're focusing on these aspects of Kakashi that don't represent his current character. You know, yeah, so. it's, it's he's like he's a very sort of cold, detached person. But then, like in the like in the talks of his father, we see like, oh, he once adored his father, but then when he saw him wasting away, he kind of just gave up on him, and then became kind of kind of like a Sasuke, and then he was very cold, very detached from yeah. And from then people. of course, Obito changes that in him, but then he ends up just becoming more experienced and aloof somehow. So I mean, obviously, it'd be kind of silly for thirteen-year-old Kakashi to go from this cold guy to, like, exactly the character we know in, like, the course of, like, a day or two. But, 
eh, it's, it's fine. I mean, but I guess, like, there aren't really any shades... Like, I'm trying to think of, does current Kakashi have any shades of this younger Kakashi? Like, he's almost a completely different person. Which is, again, it's it's fine. Like, it's wartime versus peacetime. It's, he, he's 13 versus, like, what, 20-something, 30-something? I don't know how old Kakashi is. It's a pretty big length of time. But, I, mm, well, I don't, and this, I don't know. This, this part this, doesn't this really kind of do much... Like, it doesn't really do much to flesh out his more comedic side, which which is yeah. how he's first introduced, is he's a very, very funny guy, but, um, yeah, he's yeah, kind of a prankster. Yeah, and this but... is, uh, and this isn't, like, I mean, I don't, I don't really see, like, there, you get flashbacks and stuff, but, yeah, the, I feel, I don't know, when I, when I'm thinking of flashbacks, I think usually they explain why the character, that's the point of a flashback, is to explain why the character is the way they are, but... I feel I feel like with this it's it's trying also trying to be more of a self-contained story. Like you could cuz you could if you kind of know the setting of Naruto, you could read this and it it's just a standalone thing, you know? Like it introduces yeah. Kakashi and Obito, Kakashi gets a character arc, Rin is there for some reason and <laughs> yeah, that you get this little self-contained story, but like when you hold it up next to the rest of the series, which is very much intended to be, especially considering Toby yeah, like, it's like, what does it really say about Kakashi's character that affects his character that we come to know, that we've come to know for 200 plus chapters now? Not a whole lot, really. So it's a little, little disappointing on that front. So, like, it's still fine, but it, should it have been more? Uh, well, I mean, it is more, as we'll, we're, we're probably gonna get sick of this shit by the war. This <laughs> <laughs> um, fuck, cause there, or when we get to the Obito shit in the war, I mean, um, yeah, because there's way more to this backstory that we've... Because there's some other stuff with Reen that comes up later or something. I don't know. I I, I never actually read that far. Um, I guess maybe the reason that I didn't have it tuned it out is because I don't know anything about it, so it seems interesting to me. But you... Yeah, so... I don't know. We'll, we'll talk about it later, I guess, so... Yeah, there there are some interesting details in this that... Well, some of, some of the details that they introduce here are kind of just, like... I don't know, they feel kind of forced, because you have, like, a... Okay. Towards the end of it, they develop, like, this love triangle going on, or at least it seems to be implied that oh, there's one. yeah. But, like, it's oh, just right. kind of a throwaway line of dialogue. Maybe not a throwaway line, but it's just, like, it's dropped in there, <laughs> and that that's it. Yeah. Uh, was it really necessary? Like, because, yeah, I, re- honestly, remakes tend to look good. That's... that, And that's just sad. Like, <laughs> people joke about Ten Ten, but I'm just reading this and, like, reading, she heals Kakashi once, she gives him a fucking lunchbox, then she gets captured, and then she does the eye thing. Like, like that's the only reason she's a healing ninja, so she can do the eye thing. That's that's the only reason she exists, because Kishimoto needed a character to actually give Kakashi his his, his, his Sharingan eye. She's just kind of a vehicle to <laughs> progress the, the events. She's the one and, who gets captured, and, so they have to go yeah. find her. She... Puts the eye in the eye. She's a plot device! <laughs> Which is probably true of the fucking later shit, because I think Obito is really mad that she... I don't know, because I think she dies somehow later that we don't see, and Obito gets really mad about her or something. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I'm speculating, speaking on shit I never read, so... I mean, you could almost say that because <sighs> she's a plot device, she's a bit better than 1010, because I don't even think 1010 was <laughs> 10, a plot device. <laughs> She's but just... at least she has like a, a a fighting style. I almost said personality, but I can't back that up. So, um, but she, fighting, she fights sometimes. It's it's nice. Um, poor Ten Ten. She gets defeated off screen. So uh, she doesn't even. Really I get, that's the difference. Ten Ten deserved more, but Rian didn't. 
Reen doesn't deserve anything. Yeah. She's the worst. She's worst girl. I'm I'm planting my flag and I'm going to die by it. Um, it's okay, Craft Reen Store. Is worst girl. She dies. <laughs> I thought so, but um, everything works out yeah. in the end. Well, now I get to plant my flag by a gravestone and continue <laughs> to say that she's worth worst girl. <laughs> um, I do think there were some interesting like page layouts in the in this um, because uh, like obviously you have the the iconic side by side like face lineup, which I'm sure will get abused later on. Like it'll be, it'll come up so much more, but. Like it's it's a cool thing here because it's like they're two halves of a face because they both share the eye. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I I sound like I'm joking, but I do I do like the layout. It is a, a cool yeah. a cool technique. I just I'm pretty sure he will use it over and over and over again later on. <laughs> well, because eyes are a huge deal later, especially later. Like we have we have only we have only barely begun to get in the into the Sharingan. But um, but yeah, there's not really much else to say because the Rin gets captured. They go to save her. Obito gets trapped in some rocks. I'm definitely going to die. I'm definitely going to die. This is 100% fact. Don't uh, check for a body. I'm definitely going to 100% die, says Obito. Um, <laughs> and we'll remember that because Obito is 100% dead and we'll never hear from him or see him again after this point. Never. <laughs> but yeah, they do the eye transplant. Kakashi saves the day with his new eye powers. And he's, uh, you know, he's... Obi, you know, he, um, Obito's sacrifice and being a good, oh yeah, because that, that, that was a big conflict, of course, with, uh, save the mission or save friends, and, um, Kakashi decides to save friends, and, because character development, and they've, oh yeah, because Obito says his little speech about how ninja are trash, and that's never gonna come up again. Um, well, because the thing about <laughs> that's that was not that, be a, a, um, Kakashi had brought that up, I think, in the very beginning of the series. That was one of the, because when he was talking about the like the bell test, and that was kind of the one of the things that like one right, of the flaws of Squad well, Seven or whatever they yeah, were. Yeah, yeah, people who don't help their friends are the worst. So he's like done a complete flip of him now because of, well, how Obito says it is yeah, Shinobi who don't follow the rules are trash, but Shinobi who don't help their friends are even lower trash. That's what he. Well, how the, he's the thing put about that, this um, translation, I don't know if it's just the way that it was uh, translated for the manga, but here it's like um, people who don't obey the rules are worse than scum, but people who uh, yeah, that was that was or, are lower just... than that. Which like I kind of just like the idea of people who don't obey the rules, the rules, people who don't obey the rules <laughs> are scum, and people who betray their friends are worse than scum. I like that. It's short, simple, to the point. But then, like, you know, they're worse than scum, but people who abandon their friends are lower than that. Like, it's, I don't know. It's yeah. less defined, I guess. So it just kind of seems... So I feel like they flash back... Like, there's one chapter where they flash back to that line right at the beginning of the chapter to remind us where they are, and then later on in the chapter is if we forgot. And re and then it was at the end of the previous <laughs> chapter, so you get it, like, three times within, like, a chapter and then one extra page. So it's just like, we get it! Ninja are trash! Ninja are scum! I got it! So yeah, that was Kishimoto a little, can I mean, be a little... Weakness. Like, he can go a little overboard <laughs> with the flashbacks sometimes. Like, I could definitely understand yeah. using them in, like, especially if this is coming out weekly. Like, you people will forget that over yeah, the course of exactly. a month or whatever. But in Kakashi Gaiden War, it's, like, it's it's only five or so chapters, so, like... Yeah, it's, and it's, it's a pretty a self-contained story, so... 
which is maybe because why he felt the need. Like, I mean, you're you're reading a series called Naruto. Oh, this. What if this is the first chapter of Naruto you read? Shit, it actually was for me. Um, but it's like, who? Where is Naruto? What does Naruto mean? There's just this Kakashi guy and this Obito guy. Yeah. So, but um, maybe there was an explanation in the beginning. Uh, no, I don't think there was text bubbles explaining what was going on. Yeah, but um, yeah, there, there it's was. A pretty, it's, it's, I don't know if it necessarily showed like this is uh the the story of Kakashi, but it did kind of give like it painted a picture of like what the setting was like uh, or at least yes. for like in kakashi's time like this is what's yeah, happening it, this the is the, or war. this is the series of conflicts that would later be known as the third shinobi war yeah so um right they did they did build that aspect of it up and uh yeah so um i'm trying to think if i, if I had anything else to say on kakashi gaiden because yeah it's it's got its idea it does its idea it does the thing and it's fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. Although it is also like along with the the character arc, you do have the sort of the perfection of uh, Kakashi's lightning blade, where uh, at the very beginning, um, yeah. the the fourth Okage says that this jutsu is imperfect because you don't have enough time to counterattack because yes. you can't process your opponent's movements. Well, what do you know? He gets a Sharingan, so now he can process movements and his right. and then later he he refines have... the chittery into the lightning blade and. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I guess the chitter is easier to use though, because that's the version. Like, there's other if that other than that, there's no reason to not to teach Sasuke the lightning blade, but he teaches him the imperfect version because it's got to be easier to use or something like that. So, but the, I yeah, guess um, that's just a thought. I, I don't. Maybe it was, he was mentioned way back when, but uh, yeah. But it's also cool how not only does he go through a character arc, but he also like his character arc is also kind of represented through that ability, which I think is is cool. It's a cool thing you can do yeah. with, like, transformations and, you know, that type of thing. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm done with Kakashi Gaiden. So, are you? Are we? Are you? Because we're getting into the... Well, first, there's a popularity poll. <laughs> Wasn't... And well, nothing really to say here. Uh, Gamabunta still is unrepresented, unfortunately. <laughs> Wait, was was there a third popularity and... poll? I remember seeing the, the Jutsu poll, but I didn't see... Like, uh, no, there was well because I guess the biggest difference is that Sasuke is first place and Naruto is second, just like in their fight. Oh, <laughs> oh, they oh, um, that's what that was. That's what the images were. I'm dumb. Oh, you, you just skipped it. Okay. Well, no, I didn't. But, I didn't um, skip it. Like I, I think I was distracted by the jutsu pole, and so I just kind of assumed like, <laughs> oh, what's on screen is also the jutsu. But no, no, because Sasuke was one. But I, I was confused because I was like, why is Sasuke in one spot but his technique is in another? <laughs> so that's what that was i get it now oh interesting uh, i just noticed because the rasengan is above the chittery but the chittery is above the even though naruto is below sasuke but the, and the chittery is above the lightning blade sure um and sukiyomi is really high up so see um, i'm not the only one yeah, who really liked the sukiyomi <laughs> did itachi even do anything like it was between now and the last popular poll but suddenly he's way higher i don't even remember uh, or maybe well, was that's another th mm, no there's not that big a difference because I'm trying to remember, like, when the popularity polls, like, I, like did it, I guess it must have come out with this chapter, so so they I guess they did it after the um, part one ended, and then we're doing a popularity poll, so vote during Kagashi Gaiden, and, and so yeah, I guess that's how they how they did it this time, but, uh, okay. Well, because I was wondering, because Itachi shows up in this arc, so I was wondering if that affected his popularity, but that's way later, so probably not. Oh, okay, that's pretty interesting. Um, <laughs> I was looking at the Jutsu poll, and 17th place is... 
a jutsu that isn't even from the show. Yeah, that was or from, from the manga. The, it's from the, the movie. movie. I was, yeah, I was like, oh, that's in- it's interesting for something like that non-canon to place it. Like, I guess a lot of people like that, even because there's no way everyone who voted on this poll saw the movie. You know, I mean, obviously everyone who voted on the poll, probably, like some of them probably haven't even read the entire manga just because they popped in at some point and maybe they went back and read older stuff, but. I don't know. I don't know who votes on these polls. Like, aside from people who read Jump, like, there might just be random people who are just like, oh, I'll vote on this poll, even though I barely read the series. I don't know. But, um, yeah, I just, I just didn't notice that before. That was neat. It reminded me that Ninja Clash in the Land of Snow was a thing. That's a movie I watched at a time. I didn't watch that one. I watched, like, half of the second one, I think, and I got bored. I didn't finish it. (laughs) The Naruto movies are very similar to the Dragon Ball Z. Oh, more so the Dragon Ball Z movies in that they accomplish nothing, and they're just fan (laughs) service, basically. Like, hey, you want a story with characters fighting? Here you go. Maybe maybe some of them are good, but I don't don't want to watch. I don't want to try and find out. The Naruto movies might be better than the Dragon Ball stuff, because, like, I I don't know. Because, wait, I mean, what you get... Really, all you what you get out of it is you know hopefully an interesting villain, um, more character interaction, not meaningful character interaction, but just more of it, which is hopefully fun. And then of course, well, higher production values, cool action. Like, there's a reason to watch the movies, especially if you just want to see the characters you like kick more ass. You know, like, um, I wouldn't expect the movie to be on level of the series itself. Um, like, I mean, there's a few One Piece movies I really like. Um, even though they're not sure they're not canon, but they're still enjoyable for the reasons I just mentioned. But a lot of them are also shit. That's that's the problem. Is that and same with the uh, yeah, they're just inconsistent qualities. So maybe some of the Naruto movies are good. I don't know. Um, I'd have to watch them, and I don't really have enough interest in Naruto to do so. That would be your job. I know. Hey, I've, I've I'm seen putting a, you on the spot. I've seen a couple of them, but no. They're not worth your time. <laughs> no, no. Okay. Unless Hard maybe no. you want to get gotcha. into like the the really late stuff, which comes like around the end of the manga, because that might be plot significant. But other than oh, that, oh yeah, like there's the Boruto, the last or Naruto, the last movie or whatever. That's I don't know what that is, but it sounds important. <laughs> maybe it's not important. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Especially when you start getting a Boruto, the manga and anime stuff becomes more muddled. Um, so I don't even know what to think anymore. Uh, anyway, um, we're into Naruto Shippuda now. He's got a new jacket. Um, Naruto is a changed boy. He got stronger. He's, uh, I guess. Um, it comes back to Konoha, and yeah. See, time skips are, like, it's all about... <laughs> remember this for the future, because we're gonna... There's at least one shitty time skip I know of that we're probably gonna cover at some point, and I hate it. But, you know, the cool thing about time skips is you get to see the characters older. Like, um, we both listened to Mr. Fusion's Dragon Ball Dissection, and he talks about how fucking unreal the fact that there was a time skip in Dragon Ball and Goku got way older and like the editor or Tor- not Toriyama's editor at the time but his editor before was like losing his sh- he was like waiting at the phone for complaints to come in about Goku changed like just the idea yeah, of a it was, time it was skip a huge deal at the time it's, exactly but now it's just like it's anticipated you know like I remember the hype around uh, the One Piece time skip because everyone is like waiting for those redesigns because you get the chance to fresh make the image of the character fresh. You get to, you know, show them older and stronger. Like, it does... It, you get to reset, sort of reset the villains a bit, because now they've had time to build up power or more ones to come out. Like, a time skip is generally pretty good narratively. Like, there, you could fuck it up. But it, 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 it does a lot for the... You know, it, it's a lot of hard work, I think, for the author, because they have to come up with all these redesigns. But it, at the same time, 
it opens up possibilities so and you know it's they're they're hotly anticipated for a good reason i'd say and so yeah we get sakura's redesigned too and everyone's a, a slapstick scene which was i guess the idea was to show off sakura's strength but and maybe again connecting more to jirai and tsunade make the parallel more obvious but there hasn't really been a lot of slapstick comedy i don't think in naruto up to this point so it felt kind of out of place to me did you how did you feel about it well i know that like naruto um naruto is more comedic like um it's like definitely the early stuff was more comedic than like like um i can't think of any examples at the moment um but naruto does have its moments of comedy um definitely but i mean i don't know i thought this one was fine it didn't feel totally inconsistent to me it's not the fact that it was comedy it was the slapstick comedy specifically like i don't remember sakura smacking naruto upside the head like Oh it, yeah, so, it, that felt. I, I don't that, that was that new, before, but I guess so. maybe that I mean, was to show. Um, yeah, that. Her, yeah, her yeah, strength. Her, her strength, like I said, but it just it felt a little. I mean, I do. Little, I do. Like the fact of, that it was happening at all. If maybe maybe a little a shade forced, like not outright like terrible, but just like. Eh, I mean, sure. I I was okay. okay with it. I think this was better than like I know I had talked about the 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 scene at the start of the tuning exams. How Sakura is kind of like. Oh, scary Sakura, because she's uh, Naruto and Konohamaru and them are goofing off, and she's like, "Oh man, mm. she's angry. She could hurt you." But I didn't it's think like, about. I, eh, yeah, I, I'm she, not really. I, mean, she I don't never believe that. Did so yeah. I wonder? Wait, does Inner Sakura ever come in again? Or I've yeah, Inner Sakura maybe, shows up maybe, in this uh, in okay. this section because like Naruto oh, yeah, is being okay. a jerk to Tsunade at, at a point, and Inner Sakura okay, I, I is missed like that, so because I was just wondering if maybe they've. Maybe they've merged in that. that I, I do think that's not, the direction not. that we're heading in, though. Okay. Like, I, she it only okay. pops up once. It's not like a regular part of her character, like it was in in the early thing. Which I guess, yeah, cool. yeah. Well, because because we talked about how like you know she's kind of fake sometimes, and her inner Sakura is that divert her her true self. So if you know, like, there's no at this point she she likes Naruto to you know as a friend at least. <laughs> The Nara Sakura shippers are crying right now. And I hope they remain crying. I don't like shippers. <laughs> no, I don't care. I don't care. But it's just kind of funny to me. But um, as but yeah, like as far as this scene goes, I think the for me personally, I think the comedy was. I mean, I wasn't laughing, but I do think that the comedy no, was more no, effective than like like I said with the scene at the start of the tuning exams. Like I I would not buy that. Sakura would be scary. Like, oh, she she can beat you up, really? Prove it. But like here in this scene, like <laughs> See, she just now straight up it. smacks yeah, him, she's... and it's like, oh, okay, yeah, you might want to watch yourself around her now. Uh, like the thing with I don't know the thing with I guess it was kind of interesting how your expectations are somewhat subverted with Naruto because usually with like a time skip, you think oh, there's gonna be some sort of like personal growth <laughs> there. Um, but here Naruto but is he's still like, nope, kind uh, of. I've got pervy ninjutsu i i've got a new one i'm gonna show it off and like i guess sakura hit him because she was disappointed because she's like right before he says that she's like whoa naruto he's he's so much more mature now and then he just derps out and she's just like oh fuck off i did have i did have a note about (laughs) that because sakura very much we talked about the dragon ball time skip earlier and sakura kind of plays the same role as uh bulma did in that where she like she kind of swoons over him a bit, not to the same degree as Bulma does, but like she's she's impressed. Like, oh, this is like who is this Naruto? This is not the Naruto I'm used to seeing. But then he's still Illusion the same. Broken. He's still the, he's sa- still the Naruto. same Naruto. Uh, 
Although still, I'm a little... I mean, Naruto's got, like, the pervy ninjutsu, I guess, but it doesn't Because, like, the, the joke here was that, like, oh, you're... Like, Jiraiya, or Tsunade talks to Jiraiya, and she's like, oh, is he turning out just like you? And then he's like, well, you're grooming a mini Tsunade there. But, like, <laughs> the, I feel like the connection with Naruto and Jiraiya isn't really there. Like, that pervy aspect of it, like... With Naruto, well, I mean, he's it was not... always there. I guess, like, well, it, it I, I mean, Tsunade there, doesn't but... really, like she does. Or sorry, go on. Well, because like, like Naruto at, at the very beginning, he had the the sexy jutsu, but yeah. it doesn't seem yeah. like part of his character. Really, it just seems like a thing that he does. Like he doesn't seem like an overtly pervy person. Uh, there's no yeah. Like, well, he... and Tsunade says that like, oh, is is he becoming more like you? But of course, she doesn't know that we've like we've known Naruto since the beginning. He was like this before he met Jiraiya, and he, also he doesn't even like Jiraiya's shade of perviness. Like, like, like I think with Naruto, it's supposed to be this innocent, childish sort of perviness, sort of. So, but he's a teenager, so maybe, hmm, because yeah. now he's like what fifteen, I think. Is he sixteen? I think that's the age. Um, Are they sixteen? I don't know semantics i guess mm. but this isn't yeah. like the same instance with like with goku where uh toriyama's very clear objective was to have was to have goku grow up here naruto still feels physically yeah well no not just physically but like goku is, is an adult now like this that was his objective okay. with it um whereas like before the previous time skip there like he was older but still the same goku he wasn't like an adult that was very clearly the focus with Toriyama's time skip. Was like, no, I if I'm going to continue Dragon Ball, Goku needs to become an adult. That's the direction I want to okay. take this. With Naruto, he's not an adult. He's still very, very much <laughs> so similar to what he was before the time skip. Just he looks different. Like, I mean, maybe right, he is he's older and stronger. His personality so. might be like slightly more toned down, and I really have to stress slightly because he still feels like the same Naruto, the same. Yeah, like, I'm, I mean, he's, he's, I guess he's a little taller, but he doesn't, like, he, he doesn't, like, Sakura, Sakura feels like she has, she had a more radical redesign. Um, like, she has boobs! Like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's, <laughs> I don't believe it. Um, Sakura, I didn't realize. Um, but yeah, so, yeah, it's, though, well, honestly, speaking of Sakura, like, I mean, I do think her force of death bit was probably her, like, her best individual moment, but honestly, I forgot she did so much during this arc. Um, yeah, this I was, is, this like, could, surprised, like, this could <laughs> Sakura's doing something. I think this is where some people arguably say that Sakura is at her best here, and I can definitely... I would, I, I can, yeah, I'm, I, I, I haven't heard that, but I totally agree. Um, yeah, yeah, I can see yeah. why, because, like, at least here, like, the difference with Naruto is that, like, his character doesn't really change. With Sakura, you can feel, like, I think her her personality's a bit different. Like, we talked about with inner Sakura, how before yeah, she was kind of yeah. kind of fake and kind of, uh, like, reserved. Like, you'd see in, in her scenes with Sasuke, where she's just completely helpless, and she would, you know, she couldn't really stand on her own two feet. Whereas here, she's, I mean, she's punching Naruto in the face, she's... Uh, she seems more confident than she was before. For her, there's a, a clear shift in her character, but at the same time, she's not... Like, she's still Sakura. She's It's not like when Toriyama uses yeah. the time skip with yeah. Gohan at the start of the, the Saiyan arc, where he becomes a completely different person in off-screen. You know, he survives in the yeah. wild. How did he become a new person? Yeah, it happened. <laughs> but, like, there's a bit of progression there, but it feels like, I guess, natural progression, but also... She's not a completely different character well, now. Yeah. Like, it feels like a, 
a natural evolution. Like, this was what yeah, would happen yeah, well, over three I years. She Well, three years without Sasuke or Naruto, and three years under Tsunade. Like, like I do, I love the page where uh, Kakashi is hiding underground, and Sakura smashes the ground, and Naruto's just like, what? And Kakashi's, yeah. like, in fear, like, because Sakura's just, just shatters the ground like it's, like it's nothing. And she's got this, like, fucking confident look on her face, like, oh, it's just really that, good. That's a good page. Like, oh, it's a really good oh, page. God. <laughs> Oh man, like you know, I, which of course this is the idea to show their growth. Like, I mean, Naruto doesn't really show off any new abilities. Like, he's just using the same thing, just more competently. You know, yeah. Um, like to the point where he's able to stand. Um, you know, like he sneaks. He does the it, look at the poetry. It rhymes with him behind Kakashi instead of Kakashi behind him and pinning him. To, you know, so um, yeah. There's it's it's cool. I mean, I feel like like I could see people being a little disappointed. Because they're not showing enough, like a whole, like Naruto at least isn't showing a whole lot of growth. Like he's, I, like he's not showing off new powers or abilities or anything. But uh, again, it, like I said, it's more in the the new, the new, the uh, dare I say nuance, the the the, the details. Uh, there's there's another way to put it. Uh, that sounds less pretentious. Um, I know yeah. a common thing so, with these redesigns fine. that um, I know Super Eye Patch Wolf brought it up in his video on Naruto how. With the time skip, some of the designs are a bit simpler, you could say, because mm, easier I mean, to draw. Easier yeah. to draw. The thing, like, I don't have a, I don't have much of a problem with some of the redesigns, uh, but I know for me with Naruto, and I think this is like, um, I think it makes sense for his character that he would, like, his clothes would be different because, like, with his original design, I thought it was really cute how he would always have like the he had the giant jacket thing, but like. With the way the collar was, it looked like like it looked like the clothes were almost too big for him in in certain yeah. instances. But like now he's wearing something it's a lot like the, the clothing's a lot tighter. He just looks more um it, his looks clothes more fit mature, him. I guess. Yes. Yeah. Which also makes sense because like younger Naruto wouldn't have had anyone around he like of course like I mean he yeah, he's fending for himself, so it doesn't really yeah, but um well, and Though like I do that's think also I, do, I like his current design a little better. Like, yeah, like just, just I mean, uh, well, I think I, I, his earlier design is better if he opens up his jacket. Like, if it, but um, this the modern design is probably better than his standard look. I'd say that's interesting the, the because I fa- I think I think the earlier design is far superior. But that's just a personal taste thing. Okay, I like I'm I'm well, happy it could with just the be re- a, re- like like I was saying earlier about how like this is. Technic, kind of my first real go into Naruto, so maybe it's more of a nostalgia thing that, for that, both. That's of us. true, um, but like I, I do like the redesign because if you still had Naruto kind of wearing the same clothes and he's supposed to be more mature, like I don't think his his older outfit doesn't really convey maturity because, like I said, the clothes at times seem no. too big for him. So it's like, but now there's kind of a metaphor there because like he's taken on challenges that he can't really live up to, but now he's older. And he's he's got clothes that fit him now, so he can take on the world properly. He's ready, I guess. That yeah. wasn't the cleanest way to stretch that metaphor, but I'm sure you can make one there with some more thought, maybe. Yeah, yeah. It's a, there's a lot that goes into character design, and this is fine. But though I, I, we skipped it earlier, but I do like the bit early, before they start fighting where Kakashi mentioned Sasuke, and then Naruto <laughs> and Sasuke get really depressed. That was pretty funny. Um, <laughs> but um, anyway, um, that kind of interrupted you there. But um, yeah, so they keep fighting. And 
Uh, I guess like what I kind of like they they t- they beat Kakashi by Naruto spoiling the ending to the book and they get the they steal the bells. I kind of wish there had been something with a bit more teamwork. Like it, it kind of it's kind of just Naruto using information he has to win. Like Sakura doesn't really do much yeah, in the end. You think? And most of like there's a lot there's a lot of fighting like off screen or co- conflict off screen because they it's they, they sort of time skip and everyone's tired, but. So I, I feel like he was just trying to rush it, like he just wanted it over in this chapter, like because it's one chapter. This is a single chapter of conflict. Yep. Uh, but I, I feel like yeah, if they were, they were going to set up like a big teamwork moment, there would have had to be, need to be more build up. I think so, that would have been especially more important, considering that the, the theme of the first bell test was that you know you have to work together, you have to work as a team. So right. that would be the way to overcome <laughs> so, it is to to work together to take down Kakashi. But eh. Could yeah, kind of disappointing finale, but um, not not the worst thing. Just a little, little, a bit of a letdown, especially with again Sakura being cool for a change, and but then ultimately not do I'm not doing much, which I guess is fitting <laughs> for Sakura. I mean, I do think it was interesting how they like they they get the bells from him, but they don't like outpower him. Like they kind of trick him, which still keeps Kakashi like. Um, yeah, it keeps because he's the he's I, I mentioned this before. He's the baseline for Jonin, you could say, because he he's all, all, he's always the one who's compared to yeah. when it comes like Gara's stealth was compared to Kakashi, uh, Sasuke's amount of chitteries was compared to Kakashi, Itachi. Every everyone's compared to Kakashi. He's the he's the baseline for everyone else, sort of. If you're above Kakashi, you're a big deal. If you're under Kakashi, you might still be a big still be a big deal. Uh, yeah, but. Yeah, he's he's a strong character. He's powerful. So yeah, and yeah, this does give us a better sense of how like they are closer to him, but at the same time, not that we don't really know how much closer because again, we don't see like Naruto did, never used the Rasengan. Is it is it is it bigger? Is it stronger? We don't know at this point. So yeah, are you still there? Yeah, Mathwis. Yes, I'm still here. <laughs> okay, sorry. Yeah, you were t- tuned out for a little. Sorry, bit. sometimes um, I forget that Discord. Like, if you just say one word, doesn't always pick it up. Damn it, you're right. Uh, I didn't hear you. Um, okay, so okay, so next up, uh, yeah, they they finish and they run into Tamari and Shikamaru, and we get to see their designs. Though, yeah, they're a little different. Um, Tamari in particular. Yeah, I didn't really have a whole lot to say about like those redesigns. Like some of them don't feel as because um, again, like with, with Shikamaru's, I think his I, I said this in the last uh, the the one uh, bleh. The one about the Sasuke retrieval arc, how his oh, yeah, future design about, yeah. looks a little, uh, like it has a little less Plain. personality to it. But yeah, again, yeah, I think I mean, in this he just, instance, he just looks like a Chunin, basically, like a regular Chunin, with but it's Shikamaru. So, but it, in this instance, I I think that works as well because like before Shikamaru was he was kind of the lazy guy. He didn't he wasn't motivated to really do anything. Then in the the Sasuke retrieval arc, he. Uh, he's the squad leader, so he has to go out and show his stuff. But then he kind of in, encounters some self doubt with uh, how the mission plays out. But then three years later, he's had time to really, uh, really come into his own, and so now he looks more like a, a professional Chunin, Jonin, whatever he is at this stage. I've forgotten, but he, no, he's um, well, because yeah, we find out that he everyone all the, the other sound or leaf guys, all the twelve leaf twelve. Um, they're all Chunin except for Naruto and Neji, who it, Neji's a, a Jonin, and so are Tamari and Konkuro. Yep. Which, so, uh, that's that would have been an interesting, you know, go back and revisit the Chunin exams. That would have been a cool, get get Naruto up to up to par with his peers, but hey, let's, 
Let's just uh, leave. Yeah, we can't, well, yeah, he ends up being a Genin for like the rest of the story, pretty much. He, he jumps from Genin to Kage. Isn't that interesting? Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I do think that kind of uh, works is, with his kind of his persona as like this this knucklehead, this weird sort of outlier, this anomaly. But at the same time, like yeah. they, they talk about the tuning exam, like, oh, there's one coming up. What are you going to do about it? But then it's just kind of swept under the rug. And exactly, it's like, cause there's, there's more important things going on. And well, cause that's the thing is Naruto has all these connections, to, like he, and like Tsunade knows he's strong. She likes him. You know, she, she, she's never going to say, well, you can't go on this mission to find Sasuke because, uh, you're not a tuning yet. You're underqualified. Sorry, Naruto. Like, no, she's not going to fucking say that. And I guess like, would, like, it would be cool to see Naruto blow through the tuning exams. But at the same time, it would just be like, kind of unnecessary. I, I guess maybe Kishimoto could have done it off screen somehow, I guess. But again, it's like it's not important enough to really go into. Like, definitely not. Um, it's not like a situation like, where, nice like, it, like in Greed Island, where Kilawa just blows through the Hunter exam. Yeah, because, that, like, well, you, that was a really cool moment. But, but it's um, really but important there because, like, becoming necessary? well, becoming a hunter is just like important for like functioning in that world. So. If it was, even if I it, guess, yeah, look, it, it's convenient, yeah. But, maybe it wasn't um, I don't necessarily really think a moment important after that where, at the moment, but I could see that maybe coming later play down during the, the Chimera Ant arc when they were getting into the country, the NGL, yeah. I think, or yeah, like that, that, that might have been important. Maybe I'm missing details, but yeah, uh, yeah, but it was, and it was a cool moment. Like I wouldn't have minded something like that for Naruto, but um, I well, mean, obviously he wouldn't do something so. Uh, dickish as to literally beat everyone just because he can that, yeah that's <laughs> not who naruto is because he's no because like that's um there was he had said made a comment somewhere about like how or, or we had talked about it as well how the way that naruto wins fights especially in like the tuning exams when he fought like kiba for example he had his goofy moments like the the goal yes. is not to make naruto look cool because that's not who naruto is so, right. And so, him... yeah, it's something like the tuning exams with him basically beating the shit out of children. Like, that's how it would have turned out. <laughs> it would have been Naruto just kicking the shit out of a bunch of kids. Um, that would have been fun, I guess. <laughs> but, I guess, uh, yeah, for me, uh, it just kind of it, felt it, a little like, like, a, how... like a Chekhov's gun. Like, hey, the tuning exams are happening. Though, I mean, I guess you could have made Naruto look uncool by having him being, like, really cocky about beating up these kids. Like, yeah, eat it! Which is also not very Naruto, but I just... <laughs> well, I don't know, because he kind of had his moments. Yeah, I guess so with Konohamaru. Like, if there was shitty or bratty as Konohamaru, yeah, he'd definitely be equally bratty back despite being older. So, yeah, that w- Okay, see, now I really want to see... I want to see, like, not even this Naruto. I mean Naruto from, like, a, like later in the story, like, after he's gotten, like, Ross and Shuriken, like, still being the same, like, um, yeah, eat it! You little shit right after the great ninja war like hey naruto if you want to become hokage you got to become a chunin oh my god i would have loved to see that like f- fucking nine tail awakened uh, final form naruto going to the chunin exams oh so good oh man <laughs> that would have been great um so yeah we, we went off a bit of tangent there but we do find it and then it follows up they follow up the jonin reveals by the garas the kazakage he's a big boy i he's thought that was big, a cool achieved... little transition to get to the sand village like instead of just bringing him up in conversation like tamari's also there so it's like you get a funny little gag with uh shikamaru and tamari like oh are you on a date and then <laughs> with tamari being there that's a natural transition to gara and the sand village 
Right, and of course we get up to him, catch up to him, and oh, he's yeah, he he's achieved Naruto's goal in it, it, kind of. Um, they they he's became a kage when Naruto wants to be a kage, even though yeah. So that's a uh, that's commented on like Naruto's like oh shit like, huh, what do you know? Um, I mean obviously the 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 state in the um sand village is different, you know, like Gara's. Well, we don't really see like we do see some of Gar this arc, like um, but mm, I guess like does he seem like a particularly strong at this point? I'd I, well, I, yeah, if he I, hadn't been kind of punked out by Kimimaro, he sure would have looked intimidating. <laughs> well, too bad that happened. <laughs> I mean, it does do some big stuff, like he stops the bomb but with the sand shield across like the whole village. Like that was a pretty that was one of those like big moments but then of course he gets owned because he was trying to protect the village so he couldn't just fight like i mean maybe he could have beaten like honestly his power is like a pretty good counter to dadaria with the sand shields able to cover up explosions to a degree i think but um obviously he was fighting at a disadvantage because he had to protect the village um oh if we're if we're so i guess you could say he you could say that he's at the like at Akatsuki level at this point, and um, but I mean he does have some environment stuff because he's surrounded by sand, so he has a lot of. Yeah. But he can turn dirt into sand, so as as long as he's near the ground, he he has stuff to work with. So yeah, though I guess it's probably I for, I forget if they mentioned it during the Kimaru fight, but I guess it's harder for him to turn dirt into sand. Like it takes more chakra, or I guess because. It's similar with water because, like, there's a, it's probably easier to manipulate water with chakra than it is to create water with chakra, which is why the second Hokage was special because he could he could just create water, which is supposed to be impressive. But sure, you know, so that's fine. But uh, yeah, I think we I think I we kind of skipped uh, ahead to get to the fight. I think we missed missed quite a few <laughs> no, steps yeah, in between. There's no no. I, well, I was just talking about his general strength because uh, you okay. know it's a, it's a, it's a it's a shocking moment. Like oh this this kid Naruto's age, who has been report repeatedly brought up as a you know parallel to naruto is suddenly the kaze the kage uh that naruto wants to be so yeah it's a pretty that's a that's interesting um but um but yeah they're mentioning akatsuki and we see dadari and sasori come in they're on their way to the sand it's gonna... a, it's actually pronounced datara i, I think datara oh I, yeah. I don't know what, I don't, what are you thinking are you thinking dadoria i don't i don't remember I think I was like I'm, I'm misremembering a name from like because I, I I didn't even check while I was reading I guess so. <laughs> I I think I wrote it down in my notes as that too I just <laughs> they name them on on screen right I'm not yeah I just yeah Data Run and Sasori okay yeah okay Sasori I remember um, okay but um, hmm I don't know how do you feel about these characters well because I. I know with 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 Sasori, it's eh, like I mean he's fine for his role and yeah he does what he needs to. Sasori just doesn't have much character, honestly. Like I can't describe his personality. I mean, like he, I don't think like like, you do get kind of interesting stuff. Like he talks about like he's got certain quirks, like not wanting to be late or keeping others waiting. So he tries to, you know, he doesn't mess around. I mean, later you'll get stuff like his parallel to Datara with art, but we can get back to that because that's much later in the arc. Yeah, well, well yeah, well, uh, I guess we can get to that, but at the same time, it doesn't really like, like I, I didn't feel anything. Like it's yeah. not. Yeah, they're both artists. Like okay, 
that's nice. It didn't leave much of an impression on me. I mean, I guess I guess the idea is that they're sort of pairing up the Akatsuki members, because later you get Hidan and Kakuzu, who are both immortal, I guess. And then, of and, course, you already have Itachi um, and Kisame. Who are, uh, 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 u
but you know, Dazaria, Datara, I I pronounced it right this time uh, after a failure. But yeah, he attacks the village and Gara protects it. And then because he protects it, he can't protect himself and he gets taken out. And so, yeah, it's, it's just kind of, it doesn't quite like, like there's, it doesn't quite end on like a cool note, which is kind of the point because it's, they're just trying to capture Gara. So it's, it maybe it's supposed to be an anticlimactic. So yeah, I mean, it would be, it would be nice to, to see more of the fight and more and more of a straight up fight, but, uh. Yeah, well, the idea- it's, it's fine. It's just not amazing, I guess. Well, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say it's it's amazing because I, I could think of fights from other stories that definitely do better. But I think as far as Naruto is concerned, this is definitely one of my favorites so far because like it's it's I think it's pretty clearly spelled out, like at least by the end of the fight that Gara is I mean, Gara, his power is kind of a good counter to Datara's, So And I think it was also kind of implied that Gara is just straight up stronger than Datara. So like in a normal fight, yeah. like if he if Gara wasn't also trying to protect the village, Gara probably would have beaten him. But because this is it, it's a good like play on the location because this is the sand village. So Datara always like he had a way out. Like he was able to throw his bomb down and Gara had to shield the blast, like shield the village from the blast and that gave Datara an opening to to catch him off guard. He kind of forced his hand, like Gara had to like, if it was just a fight, if this yeah, was the Gara yeah. of old who didn't care about anybody, then, yeah, he could have just blown up the village and Gara right. would have been fine and he would have beaten yeah, Deira. Yeah, it's, but... it's a neat little character moment because he has grown as a character since the, you know, Naruto. But, yeah. It's, like, it's, yeah. Not, it's not the most technical fight, I can, I can say that, but just the way that everything plays out, like, you have Gara obviously, like, destroying Deira's arm. That was a pretty cool moment. And then, like, in that moment also, he gets his clay into Gara's sand and it's... It's uh, mentioned how uh, Gara, like, he's got the special sand in his gourd that is infused with his chakra. Yes. But then he's also, like, so it's distinct from the the dirt that he picks up off the ground to use. So then when Datara does the blast, uh, Gara's distracted, so his little bird bomb can fly up close to Gara, and then Gara, his protective oh, sand... Oh, that was the part I didn't care for, because... There was the other moment where he, like, Dadara chewed up the, like, when he got attacked earlier, he chewed up some of Gara's sand and put his clay in the sand. Like, that was like, oh, 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 okay, sure. That was a little, uh, not into that. Did he actually (laughs) chew up the sand? um, He, he, like, turned, yeah, because that's how they got the, because the bird happened, but then there's, like, the little bugs that came out of his sand shield. Like, um. But I thought he had, I thought he he mentioned, like. He he had said no, he, that he said, at, when his arm got blown off, like before he escaped from it, like he got some of his clay in there. I thought that was yeah, he, he, yeah. Well, I just thought it was a little like kind of oh, okay, like it's not. I mean, obviously we didn't see him chew it up. Oh, I guess with his hand. I, oh yeah, that's right. He does it with with his hand. Okay, I I I, I forgot about his hand mouth thing. Okay, that's better than I thought. But it's just not that. Like again, it, from a technical standpoint it's not that interesting of a resolution i suppose is my part issue with it you know like uh, again even though i did forget like his hand thing but still i mean i um, i thought it was pretty cool because it felt like there's a clear sort of like this has to happen in order for this to happen in order for this to happen data red drops the bomb which distracts gara so the bird can blow up his protective sand kind of automatically goes to shield him but it's already been infused with data uh little bug critters so that when he he shields the blast, but then uh, because the critters are in his his sand, 
Um, and because yeah, it's, yeah. it's it, he like doesn't have anything. Yeah. Yeah. And as, as it's described by data, it's like the ultimate shield, but it's also an ultimate weakness because, because it is so like strong when the blast goes off, that's not going anywhere. So it all hits Gara and there's nothing he can do. I thought it was a I really, mean, it, I have some, like, I'm not, I'm still not super big on the fight, but I, I'm trying to think later ahead and it might still be the best fight in the arc. Um, the Sasori one, like the okay, this his second one, the the, 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 the his against uh, Naruto and Kakashi. That's not much of a fight at all. Meh. Um, the Sasori one, uh, that one's gonna be a that's a long fight. So I suppose we'll we'll talk about that uh, one. Yeah, when we I, get there. I honestly so prefer. Not sure how I feel about it. I preferred this fight. Like I I like this fight much more than the the Sasori <laughs> fight. It's just it's underwhelming. The Sasori thing. It, like I mean, I think that's just a part. In part because of how long it goes on for, but we can get back That's, to that yeah, later. Yeah, and also I get well, yeah, we'll get back to that. But yeah. as far as this fight goes, I think it's a really cool introduction for Datara. You get to see his powers. You get to see how he can kind of. I mean, obviously with him, like he kind of has to chicken out of the fight by going after the village. He kind of takes a cheap win over Gara. Yeah, then... yeah. But that's they're bad guys, so they're allowed to do that. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, and then um, like I, th- I think that this little, fight made uh, Gara look more impressive than the Kimimaro thing. Yes, yeah, I definitely agree with that because again, he's using a lot of big sand uh, stuff. He's he's doing a lot doing a lot of big techniques that show him off as like, oh look, he's a belie- believable as a Kage. You know, this is you, you can sort of see him as being one of the stronger ninja in the setting to a degree. You know, or at least uh, like deserving of his position. You know. Um, so yeah, it, which is, I think was important, is important to establish because if he's seen, if, I mean, even though he lost, yeah, that, it could have been worse, you know, it could have made him look weak. Like and, with the fight well, now with you're Kimimaro. Wondering, like, why is this, yeah, why is this, why is this loser Kage, you know, but no, it doesn't, it, he's able to prove himself beyond, you know, to, uh, to um, you know, his position. So that it's good. Yeah. Cause good. like I had said, with a fight with Kimimaro, Gara does show off some impressive powers, but they, they do nothing against Kimimaro. Cause he always finds a way to break through it here. At least like he does some significant damage to Datara and he, he backs, he backs him into a corner so that he has to take the cheap way out. It's yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. That's, pr- that's like, fair. it's not, so, it's not just yeah. like the scale so, of the attacks that he's using. It's also like the way they're implemented. Yeah. Yeah. So moving on, we get the brief. Um, Conqueror's uh, followed them, and he, he's like puppets. I got an extra puppet, and then he gets just. Sasori's is like, uh, no. I mean, I did kind of like <laughs> the, the introdu- um, not the introduction, the interaction beforehand, where uh, Conqueror oh, goes to chase after Gara, and he's talking with whatever his name is, Baki. Baki? Yeah, where he's he's like, well, I can't just do. Well, Baki tries to like not stop him, but he's like, wait. And then Conqueror's like, well, I just can't do nothing. And then Baki's like, that's not what I'm saying. Don't, just don't try to engage them. Go, like, track them. He's not like, I'm not telling you to yeah, not do anything. Because... <laughs> right, which, oh, I, I guess now I think about it, this is a, huh, this is a bit of a moment of that dichotomy between emotion, because Conqueror's acting on emotion here. He's a young, stupid child yeah. acting on emotion and getting wrecked. And Baki's the older war like he's about Kaka- well he might he, i don't know he's a he's he's about kakashi's age so he might not have fought in the war like i don't know if, if they had children uh, i'm probably on the sand side too but um not as 
Yeah, but he, he, so, you know, he's got those older ideals, you could say, so, huh, I didn't notice that. I, like, but, I um, wouldn't call it a subversion yeah, of, like, any tropes or whatever, but, like, a lot of the time in Shonen where, like, if a villain kind of escapes with something and it's like, oh, we have to go after them, but, like, you're not powerful enough to do anything, so, like, I know for, for Dragon Ball, for instance, when Raditz takes Gohan, but Goku's down, <laughs> so nobody can realistically, like, attack Raditz, but... Nobody even, like, tries to follow him or anything, which... Yeah, yeah. In, in that environment, you really couldn't, but there are, that's just the one example I was thinking of. There are others like that. Uh, but here, it's... Yeah. Baki isn't saying, like, no, don't go follow him. Like, please go follow him, but just don't engage him. Like, just track him, because that'll help us find Gara. But then he get, he's stupid. He right, gets but... all emotional and attacks him anyway. So good. Yeah, well, especially because he walks by all the dead fucking ninjas, and he's like, "Jesus fuck, this guy, these guys, like they're monsters." But it, he and he thinks like, I guess the idea is like, "Oh, I've got three puppets. I outnumbered them." <laughs> well, we did. We did <laughs> kind of. Numbers. We did kind of gloss over kind of the build up, like before the fight, where uh, when Datara and Sasori first arrive, um, and there's oh, the did, whole thing okay. with the spy. Um, I'm not mm, like that's right. I forgot about that. So oh, yeah, it's it's the spy who kills all the the guards at the gate, so they can just kind of ease their way. Like they just pass through easily because there's no defense force to stop them because they've been taken out. But yeah, the Akatsuki are really good at infiltration. Yes, um, as we see, we'll see that later too with Pain. But um, I mean, it's nice that the villages do have their defenses, but they're just completely a fucking outmatched. Like and like also I mean, yeah, in so. in that. Like in the time that they're doing that, in that interaction, there is a uh, an important piece of dialogue where Datara says, oh. um, "So first the yeah first the one we gave Orochimaru and now this one, which was where it kind of seems like the 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 spell gets well not like the the spell that or the jutsu that Sasori uses is kind of imperfect because like once it's cast they they kind of just go on their own until their memories are brought back of Sasori, but um." Here it is very clearly set up that Orochimaru also had one of these spies, which is going to become important in the the Tenchi Bridge arc. So I do like that bit of foreshadowing there. Okay, I totally forgot. So oh, huh? Okay, yeah. Okay, I I didn't I I, I didn't even put. Oh, it was just like yep, they sure are infiltrating the village. Uh, I didn't. Okay, huh? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, they 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 do come up later with the Sasori and uh. Wrote, like Sasori knows things about Orochimaru, like because he gives information to, later that's important. But um, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, that that's there I too. Totally but like that. in it's that's like kind of part of the backbone of the. I mean, we'll cover it more in the Tenchi Bridge arc when when we do that next yeah. time. But next time, I do I do appreciate that there was a bit of foreshadowing there. Um, okay, yeah, because like yeah, it's, it's nice. setting up a, a plot point for later on. He will go back to that. Yeah. But it's not like um, you, you. So, is there anything else about the Sand Village stuff? Um, I mean, yeah, because Conqueror cause does Con his thing. He gets, gets destroyed, but he does kind of manage to snag a, a, a piece of his like face cloth, accessories rather. So, like he he loses, but he still kind of gets. He doesn't completely he, look incompetent. Like he does manage to snag something that they can track. Yeah, him. yeah, yeah. So he yeah he he he's able and I mean. I guess uh, Didora doesn't do anything, but um, or Didar, uh, what? I'm never gonna pronounce the name right. <laughs> At least not this episode. Um, yeah, but um, but yeah, so because so, well, it's also building up Sasori because he didn't do much during the actual invasion of Sand, or at least during, not during the fight against Gara. But um, exactly. he does get a lot of focus later, so it's fine. Um, but yeah, so 
moving on from that, we see um, there's the <laughs> Naruto's being, I don't want to do that mission. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's being a little shit. And then they get the note from the Sand Village. And, oh yeah, there's the inner Sakura bit of um, her trying to calm down Naruto and keep Tsunade from being mad. And so, yeah, there's a, hmm... I mean, I wouldn't. I guess say it's that more it's... like her, hmm, I'm trying. I'm trying to. I guess. I guess she's being nice. Like her inner Sakura is there to. Is she being, quote unquote, fake for Naruto or fake for Tsunade? Well, for Tsunade, because she because she's like, oh, I'm I'm sorry for his behavior or whatever. But then on the inside, yeah. she's like, oh, but Tsunade is scary. You don't want to cross her. So I mean, yeah. Maybe it's so a bit she's of both. being honest with Naruto, but she. I mean, it will feel. Yeah, feel. But she, I feel. I feel like she's trying to. Or it's kind of like something like make yourself would... look better in front of Tsunade, kind of. Yeah, like, like she's... Oh, she's got. She's got Naruto under control instead of just like. I mean, she already punched him earlier, well, right in front of Tsunade. So, like in that mm. particular inner Sakura moment, it was like that's not something she would want to say in front of Tsunade, especially if she's intimidated yeah, yeah. of her in that regard. So, you know, kind <laughs> yeah, of keeping so... that hidden. But okay. I think that might just, be the last time, at least... I know for this arc, I don't think Inner Sakura pops up again. No, even though we do get quite a bit more of Sakura. So. I wouldn't say that it's the yeah. last appearance of Inner Sakura. Maybe it is, but at least for this arc, it doesn't really show up again. Mm-hmm. I'll try and pay attention to it, because I did forget about that one. So, Cause... But anyway, so that happens, and then they get the note, the information about the sand stuff and then well get look guess what akatsuki stuff you guys are perfect for the job you guys get to go and uh yeah then there's the there's the conqueror moment of kim getting his ass beat but still getting to the uh, he does get the the scarf bandana thing oh yeah and then this well this will come up later but i'm just so i want to mention it now but there's like tomorrow she's eating in the leaf village yeah. and she reaches for a teacup and it cracks <laughs> Well, I mean, this this I understand because it's supposed to be like ominous towards. I like I, I find it interesting that superstitions apparently seem to be ve- like very real in the Naruto universe because there's the other one because later on, Tsunade has her cup crack as well, yeah. and she also gets like a winning lottery ticket, which was a reference back to in her arc when she was winning the lottery and how that's before always the Orochimaru like shit happened. So exactly, it's it, her winning the lottery is bad luck. Um, so I like it's yeah. I don't, is Kishimoto just a superstitious person, I or didn't... is does he just want like I mean, it's uh, or does he just like the idea of having superstition as a narrative sort of device? Kind of. I don't really have um, a big problem so, with using well, superstition like that, but the way it's specifically used here, like with the cup cracking, I don't like. It's not one of those things where like you know something believable or like something happens that causes some sort of superstitious thing to happen, like. They're just reaching for the cup and it just cracks and it's like, what? Wh- why would this it's happen? It's basically magic, yeah. Like, why? Why would this happen? <laughs> it's pretty much magic, yeah. That's so. I mean, this is the universe with like magical ninjas and stuff, which is a lazy excuse, but I'm gonna use it anyway. I mean, <laughs> like, I'm fine. I don't mind it too much because again, it's 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 interesting because it's like I don't think I've seen something like superstition used in a story to like this degree, at least not off the top of my head. And if it does happen, there's usually an explanation for it. So it's curious. Like, it's interesting because it tells me something about Kishimoto, um, I think. And so, and again, of course, I like, obviously, it's ha- Conqueror's in danger. So to- her, her, um, his sister is getting ominous messages. And of course, Gara got fucked up too. So basically, her family is just, like, she's just losing everything. So it makes sense. But, well, I, what I mentioned it was weird is because it happens to Sonata later. 
I guess because Sakura was kind of in danger, I guess. I, yeah, I guess that's got to be it, because I, I did forget. She, she did get injured. Um, but, okay, yeah. I, that's, that's what I was going to bring up, is because I forgot why so- uh, Tsunade was getting the omens, but then I remembered why she was getting the omens as I was thinking about it. Okay, so yeah, I don't have anything more to say on that, I suppose. Yeah. So if we're done, we can... Or, or Oops, sorry, go on. Well, yeah, I mean, just... I mean, I kind of said it, just the... Like, the way the superstition is used is kind of odd, like, the physical form it takes, because other narratives will use that. Yeah, it's very... I don't want to quite say over the top, but it's definitely a bit straining on the suspension of disbelief, perhaps. Well, because sometimes you'll Um, have, like, I know in some narratives it's shown through, like, an animal is kind of acting uneasy, or there's some other... some other moment, like, maybe... Well, to compare... To compare to even a more reasonable no- moment of Naruto, there was the um, before the third died, his statue got a crack on it. Yeah. Remember, like that. But that's more reasonable because there's this giant. It's this giant fucking mountain, and there's big war going on. So, or I think, or was it before the war that the statue got the crack on it? It's a bit more believable that the uh, you know that could happen. You know. Yeah. Because um, you got like move shifting of tectonic plates and stuff. But this is just a fucking teacup, just almost damn near shattering out of nowhere. Yeah. Like it looks like. It should have shattered, honestly, the way it cracked, because it's such a big crack, but the teacup doesn't spill or anything, so, yeah, it's a little bit, perhaps a little, definitely a little bit much. Even but the thing I, with, I, like, I, I Tsunade's gambling, it's, it's I think, is a little more organic of a way to show superstition. <laughs> yes, that's, a, that's a better example, yeah. Um, I mean, of course, it's kind of ironic that she, <laughs> that's already her winning chance, so. is, um, but yeah, just, yeah, the teacup, it's really kind of forced, kind of awkward. Okay. Not a fan. So, moving on, um, Naruto and Team Naruto and Kakashi, they're out on their mission, and, oh yeah, um, Jiraiya says, hey Naruto, don't use that, and so Naruto has a that now, and... What, what's weird about uh, that? I don't remember what it is. is. It, oh, the that is the, the nine-tailed, like, cloak, the thing that he used against Sasuke. Oh, okay. So, oh, okay. But, well, but the it, way that it's brought up here, it's he kind of implied it, that Naruto controls it when that is... Well, he says... Jiraiya even says it's that jutsu. Yeah, like it's a jutsu, and but it's the not... the nine-tailed cloak isn't specifically a jutsu, it's, so why is Jiraiya referring to it as a jutsu? I don't know, because so like, it's not something that Naruto summons. It's just like a, a connection to his emotions. It's not like... Right, a, like, would he, be, he wouldn't be telling him, oh, don't, don't summon Naruto. Like, ignore that I taught you the summoning. Don't... Like, no, he wouldn't be saying that. He wouldn't be telling him to not use the Rasengan... So I guess it's got to be the yeah that the nine-tailed fox chakra, but he it's not a jutsu. So maybe maybe he uh, well because it's it's also hmm. discussed. Uh, I think in that conversation he also brings up Naruto's emotions, like how that's his 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 shortcoming is that his emotions get the better of him. Yeah, his quick temper. So, so I can't yeah, think I it'd if... be anything else other than than the cloak. But Naruto doesn't summon that on his own. It just kind of happens. I mean, I, oh, Naruto says, I know, so Naruto definitely knows what... <laughs> Naruto knows what Jiraiya is talking about, even if we don't, um, for sure. I mean, we, I think we do, but um, I would, this moment just confused me, because I, I, he said that jutsu, so I don't know how it could be the Nine Tails. <laughs> it's weird. Um, but, the, but, yeah, yeah it, it's... Uh, it, yeah, let's move on, because I don't know what else to say. It's just a weird moment. Um... But yeah, we uh, they're on their way, and Tamari joins them because she didn't hear about the sand stuff because she wasn't there. She at was the just kind of going um, back because her glass cracked. So oh man, something I, I feel ominous. Let's let's head back. <laughs> 
Right, so she becomes like what their was, fourth. What was really interesting member. about that though is how when she first shows up, uh, it's established that Shikamaru was with her because he was escorting her to the village, but she's just going back on her own. You know, no escort or anything, even though she's kind of like the connection between the sand and the leaf. You know, that's fine. We'll just let her yeah. walk out. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't with be it wouldn't important information. It, it wouldn't bother knowledge. me if like they hadn't drawn attention to it earlier. Um, and I, yeah, this is kind of a fair. minor like, thing just... that I'm noticing and nitpicking, but like, yeah. eh, are you sure I, that's okay? This, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Because if it was just like, oh, she's here and we're working on tuning exam planning and stuff, that and then just she just leaves because uh, something's happening, or if, or or I mean, I guess no one cared to notify Tamari that shit was happening in this in her home village. And she 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 finds out from the people leaving to go deal with it, not from a messenger like someone. Tsunade didn't send someone to say, "Oh yeah, we, maybe we should tell the the sand ninja we have here that big shit is going down in her home village, and maybe she'll want to do something about that." She just kind of ends up with Naruto anyway, so that's a little maybe, or maybe little iffy. maybe the way that maybe she just kind of snuck out, like she's like, "I have a bad feeling." So, but then I feel like that's I don't feel like that's a move that Tamari would make because she seems like a a reasonable person like hey i feel bad about what like i have this bad feeling i'm gonna go back to the sand village because like especially if she's there for an important reason to just kind of leave and not say anything yeah it's kind of weird for it to be handled this way when they could have handled it in a bit more of a like rational way of like again having sunate send tomorrow a messenger to add tomorrow to the team because i feel like you know if anyone She's uh, the best informant they have on hand on the Sand Village. Like, obviously, they 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 would it would be ideal for them to have someone in the Sand Village w- from the Sand Village with them when they go to the Sand Village, so that they could start talking to people for like Eliason, basically. So, which is kind of what she's there for in the first place. So it just feels weird that they sort of leave it up to coincidence and superstition when there's a l- more logical thread to follow there. So yeah, it's pretty awkward, a little bit awkward at least. I like how I had, but, um, I had seen uh, that scene and I just like, I didn't think any of it the first time, but then like, as we were talking about it in the podcast, I'm like, wait a minute, that doesn't make sense. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so anyway, they start leaving and we, we, we're, they bring up the Naruto Gara parallels again, you know, which again, I'm a little iffy on just cause, uh, I mean, well, I, I, this time it makes sense because he talks, you know, he talks about the Akatsuki and how. Because Naruto was attacked by Itachi and Kasame, and Gara was now Gara is, is being attacked by Didara and Sasori. So that's that's a bit closer to like the I could have turned out just like him, um, you know. Then that's that's more believable. So I will you know, say and, um, I don't know if this like when it's first brought up if the page layouts are as um, like as like the the connections between Gara and Naruto. There are some really good panels that kind of. At least, like, yeah, just yeah. as far as how the panels are arranged, they very clearly evoke an emotional response from me. Because I remember going through, like, you have ones where, like, Naruto and Gara they start they start off they're both alone, but then you see Naruto start to, you know, other he gets people. Uruka, and then he gets uh, Team or Team Seven, and but Gara's just he's just alone, alone, and then he's still alone. Yeah, I, it's it's like even outside of a context of any story, those are just images that will evoke that kind of emotion yeah. because well, and then later it. on you get the one with the with gara first had he has naruto and it's just like oh oh yeah yeah that's good i will say kishimoto does <laughs> but, have um, some impressive page layouts at times like he really 
He's yeah. good at laying out that kind I mean, of stuff. Honestly, this arc had also like I wasn't like yeah stuff like that is cool. But then there's like there's a perspective shot like I mentioned last time with Kimura. There's like like a perspective shot that just like yeah it doesn't look weird or out of place. It just looks like a perspective okay. shot. It looks you know because we were talking about how he treats the camera in his manga. But then there this this arc had a perspective shot of Baki like, like um, a, walking. It was like a fish eye was, lens. Uh, and it, that one didn't look as good. It looked weird to me. Yeah, um, yeah, that one did look. I'm not a sure little... if I can explain it properly. Yeah, it looked off. So I wonder if like. Is it maybe is he is he rushing it be, or is something happened because of the times given? Is he not used to drawing some of these characters the way there is it like is it general art style change? Because I also felt like I don't know. I just feel like the art's a little like I don't want to say outright say worse, but it, there's it's definitely a little wonkier to me. I did. For some I reason. was looking back. Like, um, I did talk about kind of the Super Eye Patch Wolf video, and he was mm-hmm. like. Now I can't say for certain because I don't know exactly when the assistants kind of start helping him out more and more, but we have been going through a significant portion of Naruto by this point. Like, we're about a third of the way through, if not almost halfway. Yeah. Um, and I can kind of see, yeah, well, I think like, when he compares the, the, yeah. the art style of Boruto, which is drawn by his assistants, um, compared yes. to the original Naruto artwork, I can kind of see, like, some of the panels here kind of start to look a little more like his later art style, which um, I don't know how much of it he actually drew. Um, but I can definitely kind of start to see mm. some of the groundwork kind of being laid here. Like, some of the panels do look sort of, like, less like early Naruto and more like later Naruto. Yeah, yeah. Because, I, I mean, I, how I'd separate the art style, at least from reading so far, is you have, like, early part one, then so it sort of evolves into late part one, and now you have early uh, part two, which definitely looks a little bit different somehow. Though it's it's closer to late part one than early part one. But yeah, it's, again, it's still it's it's also getting it, it yeah it's it's uh, there's definitely some weirder stuff like I said so we'll probably find more to talk about the art later because uh, especially later on I've seen a lot of complaints like I remember seeing one panel of the nine tailed fox just looking really fucking derpy <laughs> um, but it went later uh, which might be well because at that point in the story they were also trying to uh, Kishimoto was also trying to humanize the nine tailed fox more and make him more of a uh, like a, a, a sympathetic character i guess so it may, so maybe he's supposed to look stupid um <laughs> we'll talk about uh, but then uh maybe the anime might not have had that problem so uh we'll talk about that later though so i'll just be i'll have my eye on the evolving art hopefully um anyway moving on we get uh into old lady chio uh the a veteran of the sand and some old guy who's related to her but we don't need to talk about because he's basically irrelevant um i remember when i first saw this part in the anime the like the the tonal whiplash just killed me at the time, just because I was like I was much more I guess sensitive to that type of thing. So when we go from like Gara is defeated and oh man things are serious to just are you dead? Just kidding. I'm I was nope, just playing just with fucking you. Around. It's like ah uh, I can't. I hated these characters when I first saw them in the <laughs> anime. But yeah, see for me like I just I just didn't find it funny, uh, but I definitely don't dislike. I mean, they're fine. Well, yeah, yeah. I don't have much of a problem with it now, like, but that was just kind of my first experience with it. I was like, no! (laughs) You're like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, that's... Because it is... I mean, the other thing here is that, like, oh, they do the thing later where he's like, oh, she's just playing dead, but she's actually dead, and... I feel like that moment was supposed to be like, oh, look, don't you remember this quirk of theirs? And now it's being recontextualized with her death, and isn't it sad? And I'm just like... Not really. I don't care. <laughs> so, like, because 
I mean, I, I see what he's doing because I've seen other like little stuff like that where those little moments sort of come back. Um, and but it's it's been I've seen it. It's I guess I want to say those are better for some reason, even though I don't really have a reason for why. But so I feel like I get what he's trying to go for. It just didn't work with these characters. So, but um, well, what um, though as they, as uh, Baki comes in and starts explaining the situation, you know, because um. It, again, they're going into that, you know, new, old dichotomy a bit because she's like, oh, we're old. We, you don't need us. What what fuck can we do? Um, but, of course, Sasori is their grandson and puppets, of course, so they do need the help. The one thing, um, just just a note to remember, is that Baki says that uh, Shukaku has been taken hostage. Not Gara, not Lord Kazekage, Shukaku. Oh. Just, just keep that in mind. Because um, there's... <sighs> Let's just say I'm not very happy with the end of this arc. Um, like I see what's again, like, like with the tune exams, I see what's been, what's what he's going for, but it just doesn't work for me. Um, so, anyway, see so yeah, that. Um, oh yeah, there's the bit, bit with the tsunami. Oh yeah, see this is what confused me because uh, we after the that mo- or uh, done with the Ch- old lady Chio's introduction, um, we have Sakura and she's gonna she wants to protect both uh, Sasuke and Naruto. Um, and she's she's get, having some resolve, which is nice because she actually does do something this arc. She um, does a lot of things like, this arc. Mo- like when she first shows up, yeah. she kind of takes the the poison out of Conqueror, which at that point yeah, had been established. Like, like we can't find an antidote for this. The only person who could do it is Tsunade. But hey, here's her protege, and she she yeah. can take well, care of business. I, well, she doesn't even find an antidote. She just takes literally takes the poison out. So I wonder if they they were well, just no, no, like no 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 she um, she takes the poison out, an... but then she also does concoct an antidote later on, like after the fact. Yeah yeah, because like she gets right, rid of which... most of it, but. He still kind of has some issues. Like, there's still poison in there that needs to be cured. Yeah, but I, I, well, I was also wondering, does the sand just not have enough good medical ninjas to be able to do this, or did, were they just like looking at the problem the wrong way? Like, like um, maybe, maybe because uh, I don't know. It's it's a little interesting. I mean, I mean Chio is an old lady medic ninja too, but um, she I forget if she deals with this. Even has a moment to deal with this situation. Um, cause she's, oh no, I guess, yeah, she could, she, yeah, she doesn't. Yeah, cause I think she's the oh, one yeah, who she talks about. Oh yeah, she even says that only Tsunade could do, yeah, yeah, she's the one who says, mentions Tsunade. So, so maybe okay. that kind of ability but, um, is a Tsunade thing and she passes it on to Sakura, like maybe it's something that it's really difficult to pull off, like maybe there's some sort of, but yeah, it's yeah. not really explained. Well, I, and when we see her healing stuff later, it's very different. You know, it's not, it's not like, like, she's not using chakra scapels or such. She's just, like, literally heal, like healing you with chakra. So it's maybe, maybe, like, that's an aspect of medical ninjutsu that she wasn't trained in, or and that soccer is, I guess. Um, yeah. Though, around this time, you also get the moment of uh, Tsunade, like, with her omens. And this is what confused me, because I'm like, okay, why is Tsunade getting these bad omens? Like, it's supposed to, like, because the moments when Sakura is getting, like, hurt happen like i guess that's the issue is that there's a little inconsistency because tamari gets her omens like after gara and Conqueror get wrecked um but tsunade gets her omens for sakura like well before sakura starts getting injured during the sasori fight so uh, i guess that's what why i was confused earlier and uh, so it's a little uh, weird like why would he do this now why would he show these omens now sakura's not in any danger think... and she won't be in any danger for a little while i think that omen so... in this instance was kind of used to like give tsunade a reason to send out another squad after them i th- I think that's what oh, it's used mm, for i guess so 
I could be wrong, but oh uh, yeah, so it's just a little yeah, because she sends guy and them. Well, but then to what's help. really interesting um, there is that like we kind of get a pointless fake out cutaway to Team Konohamaru, like she's like, oh, I have just the team to send out, and then we cut to them for like a gag, <laughs> and that's that's it. It got my hopes up again, only they didn't do anything. Like they they don't show up ever again <laughs> in this arc. They, that's that's pretty weird. <laughs> I guess it was a fake. Yeah, yeah, it is a fake out. Well, because well, because Shizune seems a bit like um, hesitant, which obviously because Guy Sensei is fucking weird. But you get the Abisu sneezing, which is you know because there's a superstition that which is this one is way more common across anime in general where they sneeze if someone else is talking about them. That happened a lot kind in of. this so arc. It's a, so it's usually a gag where which I've seen, uh, seen a ton of times where like one character is talking and it'll suddenly cut away to who they're talking about and that character will sneeze and then that's it. That's the entire joke. So this is kind of doing that same we, thing here. That, that pops out. up a lot in this but, arc. It's almost like a motif because um, Chio yeah. talks about Tsunade and then we cut to Tsunade with a sneeze and then she talks about a squad, and then we go to what's his name, uh, Ebisu, Ebisu, yeah. and then the same happens with Guy, and then, then it's like, then they also kind of try to play off the fact that like, oh, you sneezed, what's happening? Someone was like, oh, or Ebisu was like, oh, I soaked in the hot springs for too long, and then Guy is like, oh, I must be getting allergies, but it's like, okay, yeah, we get it, it you did the yeah, sneeze thing. Yeah, they have explanations thing. for it. I get, I get you, <laughs> I've heard of this, I know what it means. Yeah, I actually didn't connect the sneezing to the superstition thing that's been going around too um back when because i definitely noticed it because it's very anime but I, yeah so but then um yeah so again there's nothing like meaningful there but it's interesting so at least a little bit but um so moving on yeah we get the fake out and then chio you know at Nar team naruto runs in and she's like holy shit it's the white fang of konoha it's like one of the most powerful ninjas in setting i gotta kill him like right now because my son got killed by him and by does she mean Sasori's parents or does she mean or I think that I, I can't think of anybody else because it's established yeah, but, that Sasori's her grandson and his parents are dead so yeah I guess the White Fang killed him and then she turned they got turned into human puppets uh after White Fang killed them I guess I think. so sure okay yeah this uh, yeah I don't know it but um <laughs> of course uh, the old guy who's who I don't have no reason to remember because he doesn't do anything. Um, he's like, uh, that's not the White Fang. Uh, sorry. And she's just like, oh, well, my bad. <laughs> it was just a prank, bro. <laughs> uh, just, and, <laughs> yeah, but um, and Sakura takes out the poison out of Konkuro. Konkuro I, I didn't mention this before. Konkuro looks like completely different without his like clothes he, and makeup. Yeah, he like, doesn't look nearly as distinct. Like I could have confused him for one of the, well, like one of the other uh like I don't want to say Choji, but he kind of looks similar to some other character. I... Yeah, well, it, 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 his face—I don't know—but like his hair is definitely pretty close to Naruto's. But um, he, he doesn't... his face is—he yeah. looks older, of course, so it doesn't really look like Naruto. But it's—he's so weird looking. It's because like part of <laughs> like if this was another character, I had no, I, I, I'd have no issue. Even even now, I don't really have an issue per se. It's just weird to, to look at this character and think. Yep, but that's Conqueror. That's the puppet guy. That's the same character we've known for you know X amount of chapters. Um, it's 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 just interesting how much of his design is hinged on these other factors to his character, like these additions to his character in a sense. So when you see him 
naked like this in a sense he he just looks doesn't look the same at all no. like imagine seeing tamari with her hair hair down or something like that i mean she still kind of looked like tamari but here he just he just kind of looks more generic like a lot of his design hinges on the face paint and like the hood yeah yeah right so it's it's yeah it's it's, it's a little interesting but uh just because I, I mean I, I remember thinking that was weird way back when too just because he looks so different it's crazy but anyway moving on um yeah soccer helps and then we get to see team guy and neji the jonin and ten ten she's there for some reason and lee he's a ninja still and what what's the what's the potion punch again what's the loopy fist i don't know have you heard of that i don't know it's, it's a nothing uh <laughs> yeah we never hear about it again nope, never again yeah well because i guess this goes back to our earlier things because like i mean they do do stuff this arc but it's not like like we get there. I almost, they're almost like plot. I don't want to outright say plot devices, but they don't do anything. Like they're they're just helping a bit in the arc, and that's nice. They they help out. That that's good. Like, well, we don't get anything. Do we get more about out of their characters? Like, should I expect more out of their characters? I'm uh, I'm not sure. Like, you could have replaced them with another team and gotten almost like the, the honestly, guy's the most significant character here because we got the uh, the bit with the the sort of unrequited rivalry sort of mirroring because you know guy has his unrequited rivalry with kakashi and kasami has now has his unrequited rivalry with guy so you, you got that um that's pretty funny but um other than that it's like doesn't matter that neji's here it doesn't really tenten of course and then lee is uh, so i don't know yeah this is kind of another reason where I mean, I went on the whole Neji rant last episode, but like <laughs> you could have replaced these characters, like not just Neji, you could have replaced them with really anybody other than, I guess, Guy. Because that's, I think it would have been kind of interesting to see, like if Neji was dead, just see some different squad formations. Like we get to see with, um, we get kind of like a couple teases in this yeah. one, like we have Tamari and Sakura, Naruto and Kakashi, like that's kind of interesting. They don't really do yeah. much there. I, well, I heard during like the filler stuff in the movies, they do a lot of that where they rearrange the well, teams. Well, even if you think the last arc, the, the uh, Sasuke retrieval, you have Shikamaru and Choji oh, yeah, and yeah, there's... Kiba and yeah, Naruto. Yeah. It's something different, and it's it was really interesting. It was, I mean, along like among all the flaws of that arc, that was not one of them. The, the squad formation was pretty interesting. Yeah, well, that's I guess kind of it. Like, I mean, there's they focus a lot on the three man squad, or but at the same time, there's a lot of like. As long as he doesn't adhere, adhere to that rigidly, you can do interesting things by having these different characters working together and such. So, but what he usually so it's only, does it's kind is, of a shame that's yeah, Kishimoto but, will generally stick to the pre-established three-man teams, and it's by and large, like and such as with Team Guy here. So, yeah, which I mean, the, the other thing is like you don't. There's not really a lot of room in this arc to focus on another team. So I guess the question is, like, did we need these guys in the first place? Like, I guess they you have the Kasami Itachi stuff, and then... And then but, but like, they have the whole clone trap thing, which is pretty much ex- exclusively to keep these guys out of the Didara-Sasori uh, fight. So, hmm. Like, it's just... Is, is how much of this is really necessary? Like, I, I do think this um, definitely continues that issue of Kishimoto is is uh, bringing in, like, trying to include as many characters as he can, but it's really kind of straining. Like, there's not much that he can do with them. Although I would say that the way that Team Guy is used here is, uh, I think, at times, is more interesting than how a lot of the other characters that show up late into the Sasuke Retrieval arc are used. Like, Lee shows up and doesn't really do a whole lot. Gara doesn't... 
leave right. much of an impression against Kimimaro. Uh, the sand guys kind of show up last minute. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I mean, it might not be great, but I mean, I don't there are think some it's... things we'll definitely discuss about their their fighting. Because, uh, but there's there's some weird power level stuff going on here. Maybe it's just me, but uh, that's later. So we'll, we'll we'll ignore that for now. But um, so yeah, uh, moving on. Everyone's sort of getting ready for the stuff. Like uh, Conqueror is talking about the uh, the the scrap of clothes he stole the, with the scent, and Sakura's doing her medical thing, uh, and. Uh, yeah, I guess, hmm. so yeah, like, Naruto's going to save Gara, but they keep establishing that in a way, in, like, ideologically, he's already saved Gara. so... I guess that's where the sort of, like, they're kind of, they're not quite repeating old ideas, but they kinda, um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, in, in some ways, like, I think Naruto's reaction here, maybe it's just because, like, their camaraderie hasn't been, like, firmly established yet because like the last time we saw these two characters interacting was in their big fight um so there's definitely a connection yeah. between them and i could definitely understand naruto empathizing with gara through their history like he knows what gara has been through and he knows like the suffering he had to go through but right at the and same now, time like well, what's happened then now he's been captured which is basically like i wouldn't say it's naruto's worst fear but it's definitely something he has to worry about when he wakes up in the morning you know like shit are the akatsu gonna come for me again are these really powerful ninja just gonna fucking come out of nowhere and try to capture me again, you know? So, and now you have that exact thing happening to Gara. Gara wasn't ready for the Akatsuki, so, yeah, it's, uh, there's, but that, I guess that aspect of it isn't wholly focused on, I guess. Although, I think, it's just like, more the... of the, just a general, they're similar kind of thing that I already have problems with. Compare this, <laughs> for example, to Naruto's relationship with Sasuke, where we have an abundance of time to get behind these two as teammates, as friends, like, that relationship yeah, gets that's... fleshed out over the course of multiple volumes. Whereas with Naruto and Gara, they fight, and then they're away from each other for a while, and then now something happens to Gara, and Naruto's freaking out. Yeah, I mean, like, how they could have spun it is, like, you all, you, you know, maybe, maybe you could have had Naruto's desire to save Gara being a response to his failure to save Sasuke, but that aspect isn't really delved on, and nor would it really land as much, again, because they aren't as close as Sasuke, you know, so, yeah, but, which is... I mean, it's it's yeah, not that then, I don't like the idea of Naruto understanding Gara through, like, the backstory, through his, like, he knows what Gara has been through, they're one and the same, sort of, in how they, they're, they both are Jinjiriki, which gets brought up in this section yes. of the story. They find, yeah, they drop the, yes. But... Which I guess there's no, because there's the Biju, which I, I usually just use Tailed Beast just because it gets the idea across. Um, but Jin Churich, that doesn't really have an English equivalent, does it? No, because I, I, I think in the anime they just use the word Jinjiriki. Jin yeah, yeah. Chiri no, it's, yeah. it's a CH. Like, I always would... got it confused by pronunciation, but I saw it spelled here, so it's Jinjiriki. <laughs> Jin yeah, Jinjiriki. But um, it's like. Yeah, tailed beast holder. Like uh, that's not no, that's not quite right. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I only like I think reading this is only when I re realized like oh that like I think I've heard the term before and I just assumed it meant tailed beast or something like that. So, um, but that's not true. Um, it, yeah, so it, it's for the vessels of the tailed beast. So I mean, I guess they could have used vessel if they wanted, wanted to localize it. I guess, but Jinshuiki is fine. Whatever. Um, but yeah, as far as like the Naruto, though, I guess. Well, like as as far as the Naruto Gara relationship goes, it's not that I I don't like what they're going for here. I I just think that it could have been implemented better. 
Um, cause like I said, I think Naruto's over or his reaction feels like slightly over the top. Like the way he is like all like, Oh, why is it always Gara? Why always him? It's like, well, I mean, you do understand each other through like history, but do you exactly know what Gara did? Like what, what other instances have you witnessed of Gara going through this? Like, I mean, just the way he says, like, why is it always Gara? Like, I don't, I guess I don't entirely understand what, what he means. Like, yeah, like Naruto's putting a lot of emotional stake in this when it's not necessarily wholly justified. Like, it's, there's room to justify, like I mentioned with the Sasuke parallel, you could argue, but it, it, but that's not really where it goes, so. I mean, maybe it's, maybe uh, yeah, he sees know. it more so as, like, a connection to him, like, him saying, why is it always Gara?" is kind of in a sense saying, like, why is it always me? Like, I mean, maybe he just, because again, like, I do like the idea of their history connecting each other. Um, so maybe that's... Yeah, well, yeah, because again, like I said, I like the idea. It's the execution where I find the issue. Um, because I... Like, I mean, honestly, you could base a whole series around, like, replace Sasuke with Gara, and suddenly, like, the whole series transforms, you know? Yeah. It, but it could work. It, it could work. But, um, it, the issue is, like, I mean, obviously not a direct replacement, but you, you know what I mean. Is in importance to the narrative, you know? Like, maybe Naruto's just, like, it's interesting, because it's like a 70-volume mammoth, yet it also has too many ideas to properly explore, like, too many characters. So, hmm. I feel like... I guess that's... Part of the issue with, like, the relationship between Gara and Naruto is, like... Like, especially by the end of these... Uh, by the end of this arc, I feel like they should be bros. Like, these two, they have the same sort of upbringing, they understand each other, they know how each other works... But there aren't a lot of moments where we see Naruto and Gara like not necessarily hanging out they because Gara's really, the Kazekage. Yeah, he's gonna be busy. But like, yes, you don't but really then, get... even then they ne- they just straight up never interact really. Like I can't think of a aside from fighting. Like, and I guess they have a moment. They're they're like, oh, I saved you, Gara. Um, bye. Like, Especially with this arc because like Gara is kind of set up to be almost like another Sasuke. Like he is someone who Naruto yes. can connect with. He's becomes friends with through similar stories but gara doesn't get nearly the same amount of screen time that sasuke does which is i mean granted you can only focus on so many characters in a story exactly but... yes which is yes it's rough it's pretty rough to, but um but i really like gara so i <sighs> anyway per- um, I, I just yeah. have that personal investment there so it's like no use yeah. him more <laughs> yeah so anyway moving on um tamari gets shafted which is kind of a shame because she really doesn't do anything this arc, even though she's a Jonian. Like, even Konkuro has his moments, but Tamari is just kind of there. Like, she even gets shafted in, you know, Chio is the one who goes instead. I mean, wouldn't it have been nice to have Tamari when they were dealing with Deidara? You know, a long-ranged jutsu hmm. chick? Yeah, because then, like, hmm. you could have had Tamari worry about him. And then, like, okay, so maybe Naruto goes with, because he probably would have done it anyway with his emotions, but then, like, if Kakashi were around in the fight with Sasori, things would have gone completely differently. But, eh. Yeah, there was, I mean, maybe he didn't, like, Kishimoto probably didn't want Tamari there, but, yeah, because like, it would I, mean, been I, I would have been fine with just, like, Kakashi, just add Tamari to the Daydara thing with, with Kakashi and Naruto and keep Sasori as is, but, I mean, do, do we really want the Sasori fight to be even longer by adding Kakashi? Uh... <laughs> maybe not i mean maybe it would be shorter but it would also there'd be more things going on so it'd probably be longer i don't know i don't know hindsight's 2020 
yeah, yeah. Again, it just it just seems like T- Tamari could have done something this arc, but she kind of gets sh- shafted in favor of like because Chio's or Chio. Yeah, she's there's the thing with her, and um, again, her being older, and there's the moment where um, she's talking to Naruto, and she kind of gets like. Well, we'll talk about that later. That happens later because um, before that, there's the we get the Akatsuki, and we're getting clued in on their sealing ritual um, for how they take out the tailed beasts of the hosts. Um, though one thing I found I thought was a little surprising is because we see the eyes of the statue, and they only have two of the tailed beasts at this point, and then with Gar being their third, and so which leaves like six more. So in like three years, they've only gotten two tailed beasts, and but then in the next like month or two of the story, they get the other five, four. They get four of them, I think. Like, but uh, 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 what have you guys been doing really for the last three apart, years? Really, like no, maybe not a month, but I mean that's I mean, it, a bit like, of an exaggeration. Not, I don't but know it's if like, it's a full there's year. There's not that long though. between now and the war. Yeah. I don't think story wise, like maybe. A, like yeah, so it's just definitely le- way less than three years is my point. I think so... Part of the thing that they kind of touch on is that like to f- to perform this sealing ritual, they needed like something about they had to prepare something like it would be a time consuming thing to get I guess the materials ready to to perform this technique. So maybe it was like once they got that, then they were able to just like once they got the sealing ritual down, then they were just able to kind of just rattle them off get all the well because it seems like primarily what it is it's they have they they just need like 10 or a large amount of skilled um ninja with lots of chakra to because um like there's a whole bit with uh itachi and kasame leave behind like uh, they're like doing some duplicate shit with clones or what or i don't know exactly what this thing is with the silhouettes because i mean it definitely seems like some kind of projection ability with their their sort of I almost want to call them like mist clones or something like that who are doing who are do, technically doing the actual sealing ritual for the most part because even because there's no reason to show Kisame and Itachi in this form because obviously part of it is to hide the ident- the designs of like pain and such but so the, it's something they're doing this thing and because they're doing it remotely you know they're they're remotely sealing the um, Gara so hmm. I forget what I was, where I was going with that. I lost my train of thought in trying to explain myself. But, um, so, I don't know, but it's, 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 it is, I guess, yeah, maybe, maybe they're, they're, once, yeah, like you said, once they got the ceiling ritual down, they were able to, um, do it faster, but I don't, I, I, I didn't really get that sense from reading it, so maybe, but maybe I just missed something. Um, but anyway, yeah, they start the ceiling ritual, um, and Itachi and Kasame start their, their, uh, distraction tactics to keep everyone out back so we get the itachi versus team seven right and chio and then you get the kasame versus team guy so uh do you have anything to say about the kasame fight and it happened like we get to see the sixth gate so that's that's cool well that's the well okay here's the thing that i thought was weird because obviously you have the like kasame and itachi are fighting like through proxies like they're using like body takeovers with some other sand ninjas or something like with and something like that. They, so they mentioned that they're fighting at a weaker state. Like this is not full power Itachi and Kasame. So it, it just seems weird to me that like weak like not at full power Kasame is like guy needs to go to gate six to take him out. Yeah, like, that's but, a little. And it takes 
but which is a pretty huge difference compared to what guy is able to capable of doing at gate eight. Like that's that's a massive gap in power for like two stages of gate. So uh, I was a little like, what? Uh, okay, uh, and it just feels like like it's it's just kind of like tension keeping tactics where it's like, oh well, sure you guys might have beaten Itachi this or gotten a hit on Itachi this time, but he's still Itachi. He was only pretending to be weak. Uh, just that kind of that. Uh, I wasn't feeling it. Um, okay. Oh yeah, and this Tachi fight was getting. Into, this is where oh, I thought it was like, oh, they look at any part of his body, but no, it's just a finger. Like he could do genjutsu from his finger. So and it's not. It's not as. It's a different. It's different genjutsu. It's not from his like. Yeah. So just uh, genjutsu is just really overpowered and can't really be used that much. Like. You could just use any kind of genjutsu, and the eye stuff is stronger, sure, but he just gets you, and you're you're done. Not, sorry, I, I, I interrupted you. Well, no, I, no, I wasn't saying anything. Okay. <laughs> so, did you have any? Or so, I guess we're like, yeah, the Kazami fights. There's not really much to note, which is good because uh, how how long is this episode already? Two hours. <laughs> we're not even into the the longest fight in the arc. But I guess there's also the Itachi stuff. What was so kind of interesting about, about the about Itachi Genjutsu, I don't know if it was, like, how much of that is specifically controlled by the user and how much of it is, like, uh, dependent on the person the Jutsu is being cast upon. Because, like, the images that Naruto sees, there's no way that Itachi would know about all that. Like, he doesn't, does he know about Gara? Like, how there's a connection there? Does he know about the yeah, Sakura yeah, the stuff? Tsukiyomi, so, yeah. So, yeah. I mean... I guess it, I don't know exactly how Genjutsu works. Like, is it just like, does Itachi kind of cast this idea of like, oh, your worst fears or whatever, but like not something that he can actually physically project himself. I don't know. It's, it's a little, little weird. Because I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, and they do establish this, like another way to um, get break a Genjutsu aside from hurting yourself, which is the typical way we've seen so far. And, but it it just doesn't work. <laughs> um, yeah, so mm, I don't know. I, I wasn't too big on this fight. I mean, it and was. Then... I guess it did kind of show that there are some limitations with Genjutsu, so long as it's not a one-on-one fight. But but then they yeah, also that's kind the thing, of because we yeah we've talked about it before. But um... yeah, there's yeah not other than that, not really a whole lot to say here. Yeah, and then because they Itachi or. He uses a Genjutsonic, but it was just a clone. And then Kakashi pins Itachi so that Naruto can get off a Rasengan. Oh, he does use a Rasengan. This arc. But not, um, okay. And it, I guess it is bigger. Yeah. So, um, but then of course it was just Itachi was only pretending it was just a, a duplicate boy. And then they're just like, oh, whatever. We did our best. Uh, good luck. <laughs> um, to Sasori and, Daedara, but um, but yeah, there aren't really standout fights, um, honestly. And the fact that it's not even, it doesn't even show Itachi or Kasami at their full potential. Just, it's just padding almost. Like, I, did this, did this, did this even need to happen? Did Itachi and like, it's nice to see the Akatsuki like reacting, like, oh, we got people coming, maybe we should slow them down or something. But aside from that, it's like, does this really add anything? Eh, not, not really. Yeah. So there's one less reason for Guy to be injected into the arc and <laughs> friends. And Lee, he's he's o for yeah, two so like, far as far as uh, being his impact being brought in. <laughs> so, 
but yeah, anyway, to talk about a bit more about the 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 tailed beasts and the jinchuriki with the uh you know p- being se- sealed into and made weapons and Naruto's being like, "Hey, we'll save Gara, don't worry." But they don't. Oh yeah, and the, also they mentioned the uh the, that the fact that they will uh the the jinchuriki will die if they get the uh beast taken out of them. So Gara and the which is always, and then Gara is oops, uh, he's a small just a small consciousness. Uh so oops, did he die? He died. He's dead for now. I course. thought that was kind of like an uh, interesting way to show death like how he yeah. just kind of slowly becomes detached from himself and then he just fades away into nothing. Yeah, and so there's just a single blank panel and then his corpse. So yeah, that was that was neat. Um Oh yeah, and then we get the panels again with Naruto's group of friends growing and Gara just shrinking and shrinking into the big wasteland of nothingness that's uh, of his loneliness and um Oh yeah, and then uh then we get uh Chio get hearing about what uh naruto having the uh, a tailed beast inside him as well and chio's like oh okay that's why naruto cares a lot um and then that that kind of works to uh kind of dispel her previous assumptions about the leaf village like oh they're just here to they don't really care but no they do care naruto cares the next generation baby gotta have faith oh yeah and she mentions that didn't she where was it or no, that was before. Never mind. Okay. Um, or she took. I, did she seal the beast into someone, or did she take it out? I forget. Of uh, the because they had pre- two previous Jinchuriki before Gara, so that's what they, she was talking about. But um, yeah, she, yeah, so she they, was they the one with, who sealed or, it in Gara. That was it. oh, that was yes, that was it. Which means she killed the previous or the previous one died. So yeah. Um, <laughs> so anyway, um, oh yeah, they. they they meet up with Team Guy, and Team Guy goes and they to de- de- deal with the seal so that uh, Team Kakashi can go into and fight the. Uh, the <laughs> I like the bit where Itachi's like, um, Naruto is the Jin He's the one who yells, and Dedar is like, okay, who's which one is it? And then Naruto's like, you, you're fucking dead. It's like, oh, there he is. I like that moment. Yeah, because at first they're kind of like, we're gonna need a little more to go on than that, but Itachi just just fades away, and it's like, well, okay. Now, I will say that, like, the, I wouldn't call it a reintroduction panel, but the, that panel of Daedara and Sasori and his giant bird sitting there, and Sasori's just, just sitting chilling. on Gara's corpse, it's like, ah, I hate you. Or, or yeah, D- Daedara, yeah, or he's the one sitting on the corpse, but yeah, he's just, just chilling. Just chilling. <laughs> but it, it's like a really, yeah, like, it's it makes sense rude. as, like, how can we rile up the, how can we rile up the Jin Cherokee? How can, how can we figure out who's the one who barks? I know, let's just use his friend as a nice comfy couch. <laughs> oh my god. Like, that's... Yeah, Naruto gets, does get pretty damn mad. He starts going, like... Well, I mean, I, I would, too, like, if, yeah, hey, yeah. this is a guy I can connect with, but, oh, he's dead, and you're sitting on him, that's kind of disrespectful. Fucked up, man. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, I guess with Datara, he's one of those pure evil characters that I, like, I'm not, like, usually pure evil characters aren't, eh, like, they're kind of, eh, with me. But I feel like with with Datara, he's got, like, a cool personality about him. Maybe it's just that I really like his aesthetic. I really like the, his hair and just the way, his design. It's just a really cool design. And then just the way he acts, he's super, Mm -hmm. super arrogant. And he's super evil. I I just I don't know. I like him. Yeah. So anyway, start getting into the the fighting, and 
Oh yeah, Deidara takes uh, Gara's corpse, and Naruto starts chasing, and Kakashi's like, well, dumbass, <laughs> just, you know, he has to go after him, and then leaving Sakura and Chio for Sasori, and we start getting into the fights. The, the, um, so yeah, one thing, one, oh, oh yeah, and then Guy and Lee and everyone is doing this, like, clone thing that I don't even remember how it gets resolved, because it just, it's, it's, it's just there to keep them out of the rest of the fighting, so that they don't run to rendezvous with everyone else. Yeah, it, um, it shows them like, oh, we're gonna be, we're gonna have some trouble here. We're kind of stuck. And then I think the next time we see them is when they've defeated their clone. <sighs> so yeah, ultimately, I don't think Guy had much of a reason for the arc except for to have Itachi in there, I guess. So, uh... oh, we is also this my had... least favorite arc so far? I'm trying to decide. It's 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 trying. It's trying Ooh. to be my least favorite stretch of chapters so far. <laughs> interesting i'm not sure if that's the case yet because uh, so anyway let's i guess talk about the soccer versus sasori and well there was also versus, or, before or that gone? there was the, yeah, the conversation fine. the brief little interaction between datara and sasori about what is art what is true art so you kind of get you see datara he's all about explosions all about capturing yeah. the beauty in a brief flash but just as quickly it's gone whereas Datara, or not Datara, Sasori, he's all about the puppets, which preserves things for all eternity. And that's true beauty. Yeah. True Right, art. which is really nothing much aside from just, like, they're, they're, these two are a pair. You know, they're both artists. That's something that you can't say about the other Kotsky members, so that's why these guys are a pair, I guess. So, uh, yeah, kind of getting that across, I suppose. But, yeah. Because it's not like the art really, it doesn't really factor into anything else of the arc, which is fine. But um, just just given trying to give them a bit more personality before they or at least sorry gets fucking wrecked. Um, but um, so yeah, one thing that I misremembered completely is I thought I thought Sakura didn't do shit during the entire fight technically because she was just I thought oh she's just controlled the whole time because when she breaks the Sasori scorpion puppet that she was being controlled by Chio. Um, but really after this, like there's not a whole like what Sakura is doing after this is by her own will, which is something I completely misremembered. I thought it was just like, oh, she was just controlled the whole time, so Sakura did nothing this fight. But no, she's she does do things this fight, which is nice. Um, what do you like, think? I think of... after this, Sasori does like a poison thing, and Chio has no fucking clue what's going on, but Sakura is able to take care of it um, be, on her own. And so, yeah, I was like, oh, Sakura's doing something. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god, Moth was. T- I can't yeah. believe that Sakura's doing something. Now, what do you, what do you um, think of Sasori's true form? His his true. Oh, his design? handsome. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's just it's it's like I mean, it wasn't super huge on his other design, like which was just like evil guy, and now it's like handsome guy. Like it's fine, it's, it's fine. I mean, it's all he's also a puppet, but it's like oh yeah, and that's the other thing is like they're like building him up, like oh look, he's got the he beat the third Kazakage. He's the who is one of the strongest ninja in the history of the village. Um, so they're doing the tension building to, I guess, so which, um, I mean, it's not like the third, oh no, the third Kazakage does do the iron sand poison shit, so he's, there's a reason for him to have gotten that puppet. Yep. But, and, um, I don't know, I'm trying to think of like, like, what do I think about the fight as a whole? Because then you got like, everyone just keeps pulling out puppets, like, Chio's got the parent, the parent puppets, and then... Sasori's got the hundred puppets, and he's got his own puppet, and Chio's got the 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 ten puppets, and, and 
just keeps just everyone's got a million fucking puppets and the more and more puppets like what the <laughs> what is this it's just it's a little little tiring i'd say yeah um, i mean like at first i thought that um this battle was still better than what we got with the sound well not all the sound four battles but like the idea of the curse mark where it's just doing the same thing but just stronger yeah, i guess yeah yeah here, I mean, at least like the puppets at least, do have like, different abilities. The puppets but... aren't necessarily power-ups. They're just kind of different powers. Right. But at the same time, because, like, they all have... like And they do have, like, the machine aspects to them, which is kind of neat. But And so it's a, at least a little limiting. And But even then, it's like we got, like, the the like the third Kage puppet does this thing where he, like, does a giant, like, shitload of hands. And so it's like they're... Like, I, the thing with the puppets is that they're getting summoned, so it makes sense for them to come out of nowhere, but do the puppets themselves have, like, where did all these fucking hands come from? They're, they're, it's, like, several times bigger than the puppet himself. Like, yeah. I, should I, are we, like, at what point do we just accept that these are just magic and not technology? Is Because I feel like they're supposed to be technology, but then there's just so much shit going on that I'm just, like, is it supposed to be a jutsu? Or, it's, uh little little weird oh no they're there's they are summoning seals never mind yeah okay i take it back there's some like his hand is like opening up and they're summoning seals so they, the hands are getting summoned i i i just didn't notice it i take it back i'm a fool <laughs> i think but, part um, of my issue with this fight is just kind of the characters involved because like yeah i care about sakura i'd like to see her do well which she does she does well so this is a good fight for her but then like Chio has just introduced this arc, and like, and she all the like she's the one with all the emotional stakes. Like she she's got the um she uh, Sasori's her grandson. She's using the puppets of her son, but and, I, I think don't I presume really son and, da- and daughter in law. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like I guess you get at the mo- the end. You get the moment with Sasori. He hesitated and got killed in at the last moment because um he pro- presumably because he was attacked by the puppets of his parents and. It just is, I mean, Sakura does do some cool things, like with the, she get, like, she willingly gets poisoned because she knows she has the antidote, which is fine because, um, I, I don't, I don't think they, est- oh no, yeah, she did establish, they did establish that she had made the antidote before, so, um, that's fine, um, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, like, I, I mean, as far as, like, like, I guess it, this, there's more technical stuff going on here with Sakura's abilities, compared to the Forest of Death Encounter was definitely... No, that, there was some cool st- technical stuff going on there, too. I don't know. I don't think this is quite up there with the Forest of Death Encounter, but I guess this is Sakura's second best fight in the entire series, and, like, her only fight in the entire... No, no, there, she gets her, you know, fight, I guess, but... So, yeah. <laughs> but this one is still second best, I guess. So far, at least. I mean, like, I do kind of like how... I don't know if I'd necessarily call it subtle because there is a blatant panel of her just saying, oh, <laughs> I can make three. We, you have enough ingredients that I can make three of these antidotes. But like it's kind of brought up in passing and then just kind of swept under the rug until she actually uses it in this fight. So it's not like it was something that they that Kishimoto kind of really drew attention to. And it's like, oh, well, we don't have to worry about her getting poisoned because she's got antidotes. Like it's easy to kind of forget about, especially if this is being published weekly, because it's just yeah. a, a line of dialogue that kind of gets swept away. Like, you forget about it. But obviously, it's pretty important, because she'll use both antidotes here. Yeah, yeah. And then, well, there's obviously the, like, that we can only get hit so many times, and then at the end, with Chio gets hit too, but, or, and Sakura gets hit, so the question is, oh, oh Chio, well, obviously, Chio uses the antidote on Sakura, because the next generation, the older generation, 
putting their hopes in the new generation, which is a pretty running theme across the whole f- series. So, um, which is fine, I guess. But it's again, it's like it, she, she's yeah. Like, again, a lot of the emotions of the fight are put onto her. Uh, but she's fine, I guess. Uh, whatever. I, I, mean, I mean, and it, the, yeah. It's not that I dislike her character arc because I do. I do think it's 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 good enough, but still not given enough time to care about her. And then she dies, so it's like, oh. Well, I do have a problem with her character arc, but uh, we'll get into that later. Because uh, <laughs> I've been building up to another rant. <laughs> oh boy! But yeah, oh yeah, and this, and then we get a little like uh, Rochimaru third Okage moment where we cut back to Naruto and Kakashi chasing after Daidara. And I'm like, oh yeah, that was happening. But then, like, um, nothing I totally happens. forgot. <laughs> um, so that's a little. And then I guess like all this really does is like we get uh, Kakashi showing off his mangakyo with his uh, space time shit, but, where he's uh, learning, which he still doesn't quite know how to control. But he does re- take off one of his daughter's arms, which is like crippling him because I mean, now both of his arms have been crippled actually. Like, and that's where he gets his clay. So, but yeah. Oh yeah, the, um, the, this part I thought was kind of weird because Naruto gets the corpse and I, oh yeah, I guess he just gets mad that Gar. Never mind. I guess he just gets mad that Gar is dead, and then he, um, I mean, and then he goes two-tailed beast. So okay, that's fine. Well, no, Kakashi, I was Kakashi stops so- him before he gets the second tail because that's like Jiraiya was saying. Oh, don't let him summon the two-tail because once he gets there, we're, we're stuck. Oh yeah, it is starting the form there. You're right, but he was about to. But um, yeah, well, because I was confused as to why he got so like mad, like. He just mad at Dara, but uh, of course, yeah, he found the Gara corpse. Of course, that would piss him off more. Well, because I was like, wait, he's getting more mad here than he did with the Sasuke fight. So, but yeah, I, I just, I just was being stupid. Um, the so thing, it's, it's the thing fine. about Kakashi yeah, like, in this spot is like, well, I'm thinking more so like the 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 Mangekyo shouting gun is like how how exactly does he get it? I'm sure this will be explained later, and that that's fine. Kishimoto will come up with something later, but like. Here, like, we, we've yeah, already been just... established to how Itachi supposedly got it, and we know that Sasuke is looking for another way to achieve his, so having Kakashi get one here kind of shows, like, oh, there, there's another way to do this, so Sasuke can get one. But Right, yeah, see, but I, don't, how... I, well, I don't remember how he got it, like, maybe it comes up later. I don't think it's explained. Stuff, but, um... It's just like, oh, oh I've been explained? working on this oh. new jutsu. Like, that oh. was, Kakashi had teased that back when he first met up with uh, Naruto and Sakura, but it's like, but but how? Well, I remember someone in the comments explaining the the Sharingan, um, and I think how they said it was that like you can get Mangekyo just by like the same way you get the other uh, Sharingan forms is just by training it. But the difference being, but like Eternal Mangekyo is the thing you have to do by killing a friend or something like that. But but the or thing is, I don't remember that being but, uh, set up in the narrative yet. Like I don't not remember yet. that Def- being explicitly It definitely hasn't explained. come up yet. But um, it would explain the inconsistency with uh, um, with, or with Kakashi suddenly being able to have uh, Mangekyo Sharingan without having to kill a best friend. So we'll, I guess we'll come up to that later when we start learning more and more about the Sharingan. We're, we're definitely not done with the Sharingan yet. Um, but yeah, it's like, I can't, do, can we even call this a fight? Like, I guess it's a conflict, but it's Yeah, just, but like, uh, even when like, when it's used as a cutaway from the Sasori fight, nothing really happens. Like, they're, they're following him, he's in yeah, the they air, kept, Kakashi's they, they, trying they do to summon some things, his... They catch up and, mm, 
Yeah, it's just, it's just so unmemorable. Like it's it's almost as bad as the guy and Lee stuff that we never see, even even see. So, what I do at least yeah. like in in this arc, uh, we this popped up a bit with Itachi earlier on as well, where uh, the strain of the the Sharingan, like it's kind of teased that like you can like it kind of hurts or it'll sort of deteriorate your vision. Because, like, we see mm. with Kakashi, he's struggling I did to... I about that, yes. He's struggling to control um, it, but also it seems like he's... Like, not only is he struggling to control it, but also, like, his vision is kind of being affected whenever he uses it. If it... Maybe it wasn't, uh, like, brought up in much detail here, but I think it comes up later. But definitely during the Itachi fight, uh, Itachi's kind of talking about how... Well, obviously, in this scenario, he can't use the Mangekyo because it wasn't really Itachi, it was another body. But... Uh, Kakashi asks him, "How how much vision have you actually lost?" So that will be important later on. Yeah, right. So yes, we'll 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 talk about that later then because because I I forgot about it when we were going through it earlier. So I guess that's something relevant from the Itachi fight. Um, I guess so. It almost almost justifies guys' inclusion in the arc because I guess you do have you have the Kasami rivalry and the Itachi stuff. So. I, did we need that right now? Maybe I don't know, but um, I suppose it's better to set these things up earlier rather than later. But um, but anyway, back to the yeah, Daidara Daidara blows up or yeah, and uh, what what was weird with with Daidara's movements here is that um, so he's he's lost both arms. It's established that he can't use jutsu. So how did he do the clay substitution? How did he? I mean, like with with the bomb, he clearly like ingests some of his bird, which has his his power in it, like the clay. But yeah. how did he escape that? Like, how did he bear? How did he burrow underground? Like, did he use some sort of a technique? How he doesn't have arms? <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, I think he does have. Well, like, wait, one of his arms got broken by Gara, so I guess he, you could say he still kind of has it almost. No, like, I thought it got completely like, got, like torn off. Into another... I don't... Also, how did he not die here? Yeah, that's, about it. Like... that's what I don't understand. Like, I thought originally when they were, like, looking back on the blast and it seemed like it was kind of receding, I thought maybe it was going to be, a, like, a fake out. Like, oh, he's not really blowing himself up. It was just a distraction to get to create distance but so no, he could escape. Like, Kakashi sent him away. So, well, also, yeah, it, like, because I know he dies later against, I think, Sasuke, right? I think yes. he fights Sasuke and that's that finishes him off. Or I think I'm remembering correctly. But um, but the difference here, like he he says, like oh, good thing I had that that uh, like some sort not a clone, but whatever he calls it, like a a bomb dummy or whatever. Oh oh, that's pretty lame. But um, but like I, I don't mean, understand well, how like did he summon it ahead of time? Did he? Because like if he doesn't have jutsu, how did he how, use it? How far was he away? Like did he? Because th- this is gonna be a pretty big explosion, assuming because if it's supposed to like cause, well when he actually does commit his like suicide bomb later, it's a pretty massive explosion. So I'd assume this is something also supposed to be big, you know. Um, but eh, I don't know. It's a little it's a little lazy, lame, but whatever. Seems a little clumsy, a little no, sloppy. Uh, no, yeah, a little sloppy. That's but um. The what I did notice here is that this panel of him expanding as he blows up. It's very Akira, 
which is um, ah. Kishimoto has mentioned his love of Akira in numerous interviews. He did the with thing. The, it just reminds me of yes, it did. It just reminds me of uh, how uh, I don't know if you've seen the movie or read the manga. Yep. both are good. But um, Tetsuo bloats up and looks at this body horror scene in the, this panel of um, actually I'm gonna re- try and remember to include it in the video so um, you can pay attention to the screen now. Uh, he, it looks yeah, this panel of Dadaria uh, ballooning definitely looks very um Tetsuo! <laughs> so yeah he did the thing if it all it all comes together now all of his comments about the film akira and it finally finally pays off here yes as a as with an almost direct reference kind of um but anyway so that yeah that happens and then we get uh chio um oh yeah um yeah there's naruto saying it's always gara again and getting mad and and chio's sacrificing herself to save Gar. the old again you have the old sacrificing the life for the new but you also have the old outdated sand ideas coming around to the new ruler who no one likes except <sighs> it turns out everyone likes gara uh, everyone loves gara no. gara is the best he's a celebrity all the girls want to drop their fucking panties for him all the dudes are like Whoa, Gara's so. Uh, how, oh, Gara wouldn't Why? die so easily. I hate this moment so much. I really fucking do. Like, like I could, especially compared to, to earlier. You had the scene in the like uh, we skipped over it, but there was a scene with all the Jonin talking about the situation, and there's like an old guy who's like, "Eh, who cares? We'll just find another Kazakage." And Conqueror's like, "What the fuck did you say about me, you little bitch? I'll fucking kill you." And then, like I mentioned earlier, with ba- with Baki telling Chi about the situation, Shukaku was kidnapped. Not Lord Kazekage. This is Baki. Like this is now. I think. You know, the, I think in that instance, like if there's any maybe... other character who's not related to uh, Gara who would care about Gara, care about him, it would be Baki. You'd think, uh, but he's he's referring to Gara as a, as the creature inside of him. Like they don't give a shit. And then suddenly everyone loves Gara completely. Like uh, I don't. I'm not. Like, I'm not these this these don't really all. solve the problems. But I think. You could argue that Baki referring to him specifically as Shukaku in that instance was because, uh, like, Chio and the old guy, they wouldn't care about Gara, but they care about uh, Shukaku. Well, because I mean, it was a it's not like weapon. they don't, like, Chio is the one who sealed Shukaku in Gara, so it's not like they don't know that it's. Yeah, yeah, so, that, I mean, that's yeah, you fair. could say that he's trying to appeal to her by mentioning, but it's. it's And it definitely doesn't fix this moment, this fucking. The other thing, <sighs> I think it is sort of set up in back in the Sand Village. I don't recall exactly when it shows up. Maybe it didn't come until after the fact, but uh, it is mentioned that the younger people admire Gara, which like you do kind of see a little bit of that when he saves yeah, the they, village they with the sand. Seem younger, and, whereas and like the older make... people are the ones who don't really don't really trust him. Like they're the ones who fear him, what he can be. Whereas the younger folk kind of like they don't have that same baggage but i can definitely yeah well but it seems that seems kind of weird because like you could you with in naruto with naruto himself like everyone hates old and young hate naruto Only and but Gar- naruto's not even a murdering monster like gara kills people like it's nothing like he, how what's his body count during just the tuning exams how many people has he killed in his lifetime over the court like all the young people hated gara when he was a kid when he was a nice little boy they hated Gara then. Like, why did they suddenly yeah. like him now that he's Kazakage? Like, yeah, I, he, I don't like this Kazakage. moment either. It's <sighs> it's real. <sighs> and to, it gets even worse for me because, like, the whole thing with Chio is like it's all based on the fact that Naruto convinced her to be cool and save her. You know, like it was. So it's kind of like like uh, I, I I like the way. Hold on, I wrote it to. Did I write it down? Or um, 
Oh, I wrote it down earlier. So like, uh, I mean, like you know, I, I you know, I thought that Sakura, um, you know, was being you know she's being puppeted by Ch- uh, Chio, but then in a way, Chio's a puppet of Naruto. Like, because he's just manipulating, like, I, I went, obviously he's not outright manipulating her emotions, but he's definitely in a control of her feelings. So, like, the whole idea of the sand accepting Gara, it, it's just Naruto telling the sand to accept Gara, and then they do it. Like, it's, just, it's, I don't like it. I don't like it. Well, I mean, like, the thing with, with Chio was, like, her conceptions about the Leaf Village were kind of proven to be wrong through Naruto. But I can definitely and then, see. So she kind of reevaluates her other things too. But it just like comes, at least it comes her, off her... as like talk no jutsu of Naruto well, that, saying that's the, the thing, thing everyone needs to believe. That's the thing is that <laughs> in, in this arc she refers to Naruto a special power that he has that yeah, will change yeah. the world, and she's not referring to the Jinchuriki. She is definitely talking about talk no jutsu here because yes. she doesn't talk about like specifically his abilities. She talks well the about... way she says it, it. Like that's not that's even just a standard. Like there's a scene in One Piece very much like that with Luffy, or just the the main character's ability to they they all to make friends and allies and stuff. It's very shonen hero yeah. in general, but um in in Naruto it's become its own little meme with the talk no jutsu. I'd say yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. I, ju- I just think it's kind of funny how that that's the meme that everyone calls upon. But, like, here, Kishimoto is also calling attention to it. And it's like, oh, yeah. Exactly. So it's just like, I, I, I again, I get what they're going, but I get what they're going for. But in execution, it's just, it's all lost, like, completely. Like, I can't even say, like, oh, it's, eh, I, I, I don't even know if I like the idea here anymore. This is, this is just, I just do not like the ending of this arc at all. It just, yeah. I mean, any. It's just, <laughs> also there's the the way that Chio's powers are kind of used, where like it's established in the in the Sasori fight near the end after he's basically dead. Um, yeah, it's exchange of life kind of thing. That but she like, bring but life she, back like to she, a dead puppet she starts she chose, using so it chose. on Sakura, but because she's not actually dead, she just had a mortal wound. She's not actually dead, so Chio doesn't actually die. Saving her, right. even though she's like already like super old anyway, and and, and poison at the point to the point where she and can play poisoned. dead and people would believe it, or at least her her closest lifelong friend or life partner, the the old guy. So that does you know her healing a mortal wound doesn't kill her, but her bringing back uh, someone straight from the dead does finally kill her. So can well, we she also talk poisoned, about the fact that she's, she's add, poisoned, so. so she should not like she so should she, be working with a handicap already. Yeah. She had a lot of life in her, basically, is what I'm trying to say. Um, I mean, I'm fine with it, because, again, I, I I do think, like, I don't think the story better... Oh, yeah, why aren't we talking about characters coming back with Gara? Like, I, I mean, I don't think the story benefits from Gara having died. I think this is a perfectly fine resurrection, you know? Yeah. Like, even though, like, as much as I dislike the rest of the the ending, I, I'm perfectly fine with Gara coming back. I just don't like the way the sand so quickly and easily accepts, seems to so suddenly accept him... And Chio's arc is undercut because it's just it's just Naruto telling it how it how it should be, and then everyone's like, "Yeah, it should be the way." So I'm gonna. <sighs> that was one of the things I I praised Kishimoto for with gar- with regards to Gara's character arc is that he himself does not immediately change like that. Like there's a sense of progression that it does take him some time to get there, as we see in the the Sasuke retrieval arc. But with yeah, the rest of the village, it's just everybody accepts him with open arms, and that's. More than Naruto, like, because this doesn't happen for Naruto until, like, after the pain stuff. I mean, on a small scale, like, individual, like, there's no one who dislikes Naruto 
really when Sasuke, especially when Sasuke leaves, but in, in like tuning exams with all the instructors and the crowds, like, yeah, Naruto won that fight. That was pretty cool. Um, like, but on the grand scale, I don't think the whole village accepts him until after he beats Pain. Yes. But we don't, like, again, we, we still don't see the people who dislike him, really, but... But, uh, but yeah, you did say that it's, Gara it's just, is much more of a monster. He was straight up killing people, whereas Naruto is just kind of causing mischief. Right, that's, that's so weird. It's just, and I do... And, and the, the, I, I mentioned... Or go on. Well, I do kind of see what Kishimoto sort of does with the two characters, like how Naruto isn't really redeemed until he saves the village from pain, and with Gara, he's sort of redeemed when he saves the village from that bomb that Deidara was going to drop. But yes. With Gara, I feel like there should be a bit more of an adjustment period because, like you said, yeah, he well, is much Gaara, more vicious. Gara had so much more to wor- overcome. Like he was, he was a mon- Like he was more of a monster than Naruto ever was. So it just seems like, which is where the parallel fell apart for me back in even back in the tuning exams. And again, it, the village itself. Like it's just it's weird that the the like the whole of part one for the most part is like saying like, look, all these villages except for the leaf. Don't all those other guys suck? Um, they're all, like, they're all pretty much evil until Gara gets redeemed. Like, that's, and that's, he's the first not evil character to come out of one of these other villages, pretty much. And, but then, suddenly, the sand village that we've only known to be bad people is suddenly like, uh, oh, no, they're all cool. They're, they're more cool than Leaf Village, for that matter. So, uh... I think that also, just the way that it's handled, like, here's a character we introduced just this arc. Um, we're gonna kill her off instead. Kind of <laughs> yeah. cheapens it a bit. Yeah, I mean, again, I don't mind because I don't feel like there was any more for a character to be had anyway. But I, I mean, what yeah, there was not, there for a character like still the, wasn't very good in the first place. Yeah, because the thing, the thing with Chio is that I, I do like her character arc, how she kind of comes to like overcome her pre, like she recognizes her previous mistakes and you know, sacrifices her life for the new generation. I think that's a cool story there. That's fine, yeah. There's just, I don't think there's enough time to develop it, because, like I said, she shows up in this arc, and then by the end of the arc, she's gone. So it's like, eh. <sighs> Moving on at long last, Adar is fine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I don't think I could get across how <laughs> lame the ending of this arc is, and I really hope, oh god, there's more of part two of Naruto, isn't there? <laughs> oh yeah, we're only just getting <laughs> we're started. We're away. I didn't expect the, the drop up in quality point. to be so like I mean yeah I guess I have to say that this is probably my least favorite stretch of chapters so far like at least like like the Sasuke retrieval arc had some mediocre fights but th- it ended on a good note um the second half of the tuning exams was definitely pretty disappointing but I could still say that there were some you know moments there and I, at least I liked the ideas at that time but I'm tra- like the best part about this arc was oh my god Sakura was the best part about this arc Oh, you heard it here first, <laughs> folks. Sakura was the best part of an arc of Naruto. Oh my god, applause. how far downhill have we already gone? And we're just getting into part two. Like, I I, uh, uh, I want to like Mar- part two of Naruto as much as I can. I'm trying. I'm trying so hard to like it. <laughs> Not off to a good start. <laughs> but Sakura's the best part of the arc. Oh god. Oh god. <laughs> Um, so yeah, anyway, I guess, like, yeah, that's done with, and, you know, Daydara's, he's fine, and then, oh, who is this mysterious masked man with the, Toby's a good boy, Toby's a good boy, his name isn't even an anagram of Obito or anything, uh... I mean, it's because it's spelled with one O, but I imagine in the original Japanese it might be like, oh, maybe it's Toby, like, with two O's, like, because it's, I feel like it's, I feel like it's supposed to be an anagram of Obito, 
Um, yeah, <laughs> as if I mean, it's definitely... it already wasn't obvious enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Although, like, we did kind of sort of skip over the ending with, with Sasori's oh, did death. did I miss a thing? Well, because, like, oh, yeah, there is oh, a yeah. little bit of uh, additional foreshadowing to... Well, not really foreshadowing at this point. Just straight up set up for the the next arc. Um, he's like, oh, I oh right, I have yes, to meet. The information he I have to meet Orochimaru at Tenchi Bridge in ten days, and I, I do kind of like how how Sasori just dies in the middle of that sentence, like he doesn't finish his thought. But this is after he'd already been stabbed through the heart <laughs> thing of what's puppet it? heart, yeah, yeah, or... and like he's he's alive yes. for several minutes after the fact, and then <laughs> yeah, so like yeah, he dies in the middle of a sentence. That's kind of cool, a little anticlimactic, which is I think good. But this after so many minutes, it's not. <laughs> so I, I want to praise it, but I just can't. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, so yeah, that's uh, yep. The Tenchi Bridge is next. We're gonna get into. We're gonna see Sasuke again, my favorite character. I hope so. <laughs> I would love to love Sasuke, but um, I've got some things to reevaluate, so we'll see how it goes. See, um, I thought I don't it was interesting. The next arc, or what's up? Well, I thought it was interesting that you you really hated this arc. It's your least favorite so far. For me, I like say so. I think there there are some moments because I don't think this arc reaches the same highs or lows as the Sasuke retrieval arc, but. It definitely uh, has its. It I mean, pr- I know you really don't like. Yeah, well, well, see, I guess I see why you say that, but um, like, cause I don't dislike Kimaru as much as you do. Like, I don't care. He's he's basically a non-character. I just don't care about him. Uh-huh. Um, and the Neji death, like, maybe if I reread it after having read the later Neji stuff, I'll be mad about it. But as it is, I'm just like, whatever. Like, it's kind of disappointing that he didn't kill off this character when. He really, the character really has no reason to exist beyond this point, but, uh, eh. So, I definitely see why you have the lower points in the Sasuke retrieval arc, but I, yeah. Not, me not, me not so much, but uh, go on. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like, I can see why you'd say this, this is your least favorite arc. For me personally, I don't know. There's still a lot that I like in here. Like, I do, you weren't as invested in the Gara Naruto parallels, like the way it was handled. Um, no, well, so that's why I, again, you... I, I like the idea, especially back in the tuning exams. I just think it completely and utterly fails on almost every level when it comes to execution. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not every level, but too many levels. Like, again, especially, like, the imagery. Like, I like the panels of the Gara and Naruto. Like, Naruto gets more friends and Gara is still alone. Like, those are some good panels. And I mentioned way back when with the... The the imagery during the fight, like with them reflected in the sword, and they headbutt each other, just like that one panel of them um, in the mirror that in Gar's mirror shadows, like lots of cool stuff like that. Uh, but it's just it's just I can't like this. Uh, I'd only have complaints when it comes to the actual sub- meaning and substance behind it. So uh, uh, probably honestly, I might even say that the Gar like Gara might even be, uh, and the parallels between Naruto might even be one of my biggest disappointments with the series thus far, just because I see all the potential that there that's there but then then you get then you get this moment with all the with the sand village coming out and the, we love gara he's our favorite oh my god i can't believe he died but no of course he's not dead uh... <laughs> especially because like some some of the some of the things that they say about him are sort of like like oh he's he's so handsome he's so cute it's like uh, but <laughs> Gar is pretty not cute just just throwing that out there I mean like, it's, I don't know if he's got makeup over his eyes I think he's got makeup over no. his eyes because his eyes are all black well like it's not just baggy eyes his um or maybe I don't know maybe well, I don't, I've I, never had baggy wasn't eyes so maybe it your eyes the, do the fight between Gar and Naruto way back that 
the uh, Gamabunta had called attention to his eyes because like, oh, the whoever's uh, inhabited by Shukaku never sleeps. Oh, right. That's right. You're right. You're right. I forgot so, about like, that. So like the black so... circles oh, yeah. are supposed to be bags. Like that's what happens when you don't I guess sleep so. forever. I, yeah, I guess so. But um, well, also though, now that Gara doesn't have Shukaku anymore, but he keeps the baggy eyes because otherwise we wouldn't recognize him. <laughs> well, maybe by that point, like, because you think like if you would go that long without sleeping, and then suddenly like, okay, I can sleep now. Can I do it? Can I physically do that? Yeah, well, I imagine obviously that he, he at some points he probably just passes the fuck out. His body just Wait. cannot even with Shukaku. He literally just cannot stay a, 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 awake anymore. But um. Like, otherwise he wouldn't be able to function, you know, I I wouldn't think so, you know, but it's fine. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. I think we're about done with, are we about done with the discussion? Do we have any more points to bring up or? No, no, I think that, I think that's about it. Yeah. We got Tenchi Bridge coming up next. Yeah. 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 So, um, we'll, let's hope it's, uh, an improvement over this. (laughs) I mean, I will, I will always hope that, but, um. (laughs) <laughs> I just know some character in, some character introductions are coming up. I'm sure you'll love those. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's right. We get the new des- redesigns and Psy. <laughs> I have mixed feelings on Psy. <laughs> and by mixed feelings, I mean I don't I don't have mixed feelings. I actually don't don't. Oh I, oh yeah, because I told I think I mentioned it before, but I, when I reread I, I reread up to this point before, like a few couple years ago. And I got to Psy, and I just stopped. Oh. Like, Psy, the panel... <laughs> I didn't even... I just, just the panel of him, like, at the end of the chapter, like, oh, look at this new character. I just, like, oh, I'm done. I'll reread Naruto later. And then I never uh, <laughs> picked it up from that point. So, <laughs> anyway, but uh, this time I have a very good reason to continue reading, so... Sounds like we've got right, some so cool yeah, stuff get, get, to talk about. Catch you next time. Stay yeah. tuned, everybody. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.